two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I always wonder that when I think about the week, and I say, are we really going to have enough stories? Yeah. And yeah. then I start reviewing around noon today and i start going through stuff and the sheer amount of crap that happens on a weekly basis in the industry is incredible 14th 16 18 20 22 24 26 28 30 32 34 36 38 i got 40 tabs open 40 40 tabs open i i don't think we're going to get to all the stories but you know it, it is it is what it is so yeah it every time i think i'm like ah it's a it's a slow week i'm like it's a slow week i, I look at a lot of the stuff so much so that i i decided to take some of the stories and talk to, about them on the daily grind every day right and then i'm like well if, if it's a good good story i'll bring it up on gxg and have your thoughts and we'll talk more about it yeah only 40 that's right must be slacking well, remember about four months ago, I said, we're going to change the format and we're going to have less stories, less stories. But it's so hard to figure out what stories are going to work or not work. And I'm like, ah, eh, we do one show. I was like, ah, eh, whatever. Let's 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 do it. You know, so a lot of them are just info blasts. Like this is what the title is. And then other ones we go into into more in-depth type of stuff before we get into that. Generation X Gaming weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We do these every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. There are, we're not doing Twitch anymore. It's just YouTube, YouTube, and podcasts. I'm a little behind on the podcast, but you can go listen to 318 episodes of our podcast on all on all formats where podcasts are seen. Spotify, Google Play, uh, Anchor.fm, iTunes. They're everywhere. So if you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, you want to listen to us after the fact, you can come here on YouTube. Uh, you can also listen to us to Spotify or watch us on Spotify, uh, and that helps us out as well. Uh, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe during the show. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member as little as 99 cents. We don't have any uh, uh, sponsors or anything on here, so we just get ad revenue uh, after the fact and also uh, membership. So we do appreciate you very much. Uh, this, this show is free, so you don't have to, uh, but do one of the things. Share, like, subscribe, uh, or uh, become a member, or give some memberships, or do super chats. They're all there. Uh, choose all, choose none. Enjoy the show. All right, Sarge. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Grand Theft Auto. We're going to be talking about PlayStation, uh, a lot about PlayStation. We're going to be talking about uh, 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 Xbox a little bit. We're going to be talking about Call of Duty and Activision. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Overwatch a little bit. We're going to be talking about uh, the video game industry uh, post-COVID. Uh, we're going to talk about... Yes, Arch. Oh, you're, you're just... Uh, we're going to talk about Tencent. We're going to talk about uh, EA. We're going to talk about... 
uh, some upcoming games that we're going to talk about or show off a little bit. We're going to talk about Bungie. Wolverine's here. He's early. We didn't we didn't say Bungie yet, and he's already here. So uh, no, we're we, gonna... said it, we said it a whole bunch right before we started, though. Yeah. So we're we're going to talk about uh, Ubisoft. We're going to talk about uh, WB with Gotham Knights, and also becoming a member about uh, Batman. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Batgirl. We're going to talk about the rumor there, and we're also going to talk about uh, the movie industry and in general uh, whatnot. Uh, Wolverine, thank you very much for the three month. Appreciate that. So that is what's on the show today. Uh, if we don't get to any of the, all the topics, uh, it will be in a list down below, so you can go do, fast forward to what, uh, what topics you want to hear. Uh, other than that, it's time for what have we been playing. So, Sarge, what have you been playing in the last week? I'm playing the shit out of Surviving Mars. So much so that I'm angry is that, at the game. Is that the name of the, of the game? I'm playing the shit out of Surviving Mars, or is it just Surviving Mars? Say that again? <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, I thought it was called playing the shit out of Surviving Mars. I was like, that's, oh, that's what it should be. That's what it should go. Right. So it's, I mean, obviously it's on Mars, and it's not like the cool version of Mars where they have it terraformed. It's basically you having to go there. It's, it's almost like reality. You send robots there first to, to, to map everything out. And then you slowly start building things in order to send humans there. Right. And then once you build humans there, everything's on top of you. Uh, not enough air, not enough water. It's too cold. Food's out. Some kind of material's out. And you're constantly having to battle trying to, trying to stop people from dying. And if they die, then nobody else wants to get on the shuttle to come to Mars because people are dying. Right. So death, if anyone dies on the planet, you can pretty much consider the the the... the I guess the pool of people that want to come to Mars gets less and less. And so all of a sudden, like, there are no doctors. I go to my pool. Well, just don't report them. There's no doctors. Just, just no, don't report them, and then, no, and, and then everyone, will, everyone will come. No problem. It gets out. Just don't tell out. them. It's really hard. I like it. Really, okay, really so, so you're enjoying it. Well. You wouldn't say it's enjoying it. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's challenging. It's, I've restarted at least a dozen times. Because you get to a certain point, and you think you're okay, right? And then you realize that you did not set up the redundancies for the oxygen and power to work well. And so, as soon as one of your drone facilities goes down, or one of your other buildings goes down, the the overlaying grid for the autonomous drones doesn't work right. So then, no one gets food, no one gets materials, no one, get, and everything. And and by the way, they cry immediately, like. I can't breathe. Help me. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to help you. Like, oh, he's dead. Like, you don't have you, you, you don't have a lot of time. You have to have backups and backups on top of backups in order for people not to die. If anyone dies, you can pretty much kiss a goodbye. You have to they can die of old age. If you die of old age on Mars, that's a win. But if you die for any other reason, if Toby goes outside and it's too cold and he, his suit's not his suit's not warm enough and he dies. You are not getting another geologist for another three years. That's ridiculous. That's how hard it is. And and just to show you guys, this is the this is like gameplay, not Sarge's gameplay, but this is gameplay of what like what he's playing. My gameplay is a bunch of guys cursing in the background and the controller being thrown. So is there? So this is what it is. It's just top down strategy type game. This is what it is. You can you can zoom in up to you can you zoom in all the way in if you want. I gotcha. It's got full it's got full three sixty cam. I gotcha. 
you have to flatten out the ground. You have to figure out how how much sand is there, and if you don't have enough materials to make a ramp to go down into the canyon, fucking dust devils, all kinds of shit. Well, I mean, it sounds like it would be interesting, and, and, and it would be, be realistic, because that's what's going to happen when you get to Mars, trying, right? I was trying to get George to buy I know he's always hard up to find a game to play that he likes. I figured this would be right up George's alley. He likes stuff like this. It's challenging. Mm. I this, got it for $11. How can you go wrong? This, 11 bucks. This, well, yeah, because it's like four years old. I don't care. Yeah, no, but I didn't. That's why it's eleven dollars, though. I'm saying it's eleven dollars because it's because it's it's old. If game. I wait, listen. If I stop, here's how it works. If I stop caring for five years, which I have, yep, and then I start paying attention to games that are three years old, yep, and paying discount prices for fully complete games. That's right, fully complete games. Yeah, I, I don't pay attention to anything that happens right now. I don't care about now. Now, I care about then. Now, works out. I th- I don't think it's on uh, Game Pass anymore. Stealth. I think they, I think it just came off of uh, Game Pass. No, it's in the store. It was in. The, it's in the Xbox Store for eleven dollars. Right, but I think it's it was on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, it was and, on Game Pass. Yeah, and it's not on Game Pass anymore. Yeah, it was on Game Pass. <clears throat> so, is there any other game you've been playing? Uh, Minecraft, Surviving Mars. Okay, that's about it. Yeah, I watched those videos that you sent me of the uh, the Minecraft servers of the one where the guy put a thousand people yeah. and made the yeah. the the jail, and then the other yeah. one where he built three territories and then opened up the wall. <laughs> this, I like, look, I can't even imagine how that works. How how this, do you get machines to move across the sky? And it's all command and, blocks. And bomb shit. Yeah, it's all it's all command blocks. Uh, this is why I say, let's go on, Gator. This is why I say that Minecraft to me is one of the best games out there. I know it's not a lot for a lot of people, but for what you can do in this Ooh. game, what 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 you can do, the imagination. There's someone building a one-to-one scale of Earth. There's also another person that built a more in-depth city than Manhattan. It's a fake town based off a real town, and he's got a thousand buildings in in the in the town, and he's been working on it for twelve years. Each building is fully uh, decorated on the inside. Everything you can go in, all the buildings you can go in, nothing is just looking like just a a facade, like the people that are building New York right now, okay? It's insane the amount of stuff you can do. People made uh, a lot of these games, a lot of these games that are most popular right now, Battle Royale games. Battle Royale was happening in Minecraft well before they were doing Hunger Games. They were doing all of these things inside of Minecraft way before all these other games. I don't know if you know this, but right now is what's called the desert of sports, right? No okay. hockey, no hockey, right? No, there's no basketball, right. no football. All there is is baseball. Just baseball, right? Yep. So and well, golf. Because, Golf's got one more month. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is the desert, right? And because of that, ESPN likes to fill in. With some other things. Oh, I've watched this. I know what you're talking about. And I just talk- saw it a couple of days ago. Ultimate ES- tag. ESPN. Ultimate tag. Okay. This this is the lineup. Okay. Ultimate tag. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. The marble racing guy. I didn't see was that on ESPN. I didn't see that. The marble racing guy was on ESPN. Yeah. Right. Did, did you see the world championship of corn or cornhole? World championship of cornhole yeah. was there. Yeah. And then Minecraft co- competition between teams was on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ESPN. Are you are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Are, 
marble racing extreme tag minecraft that's the lineup for espn <laughs> holy cow we are this close to the ocho bro this close we are this close to the ocho Speaking of competitive games that should be on ESPN, I just completed Power Wash Simulator, Sarge. I just completed Power Wash Simulator. Does that mean you're, you're all, all the jobs were taken? I, I uh, Well, no, I cleaned everything, so I have to wait till they get dirty again. There was like 36 jobs or 40, 40 jobs. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. There, I still have four more jobs to do uh, for specialty jobs, but the actual like storyline or whatever... I, I loved it. Every night, I would just get on and play for like an hour, hour and a half, and then log out and then come back the next day and, and complete it or whatever. I got, I got it down pat now, man. Floors and walls. I got the triple tap. I have the triple tap uh, spray. Just bashing walls and things down. Super fast job. I cut my time down. It was, it was a fun game. I liked it. I mean, I mean, is. Is, what do you mean? But the ending was confusing. Is he talking about the Power, Power Wash Simulator? Simulator? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say. How, I don't want. I don't want to talk about it. just in case oh, other people oh, play it. Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. We're gonna want, ruin it. I don't want to spoil it. It's an ending of a oh, game. Oh. I don't want to spoil it for people. Okay. Those people that want to take the time to play Power Wash, it's an amazing ending. It's an amazing ending. You, you get your green card. <laughs> it's so good. It's as big, Sarge, as a MCU ending. Like. We're talking end game status here at the end of Power Wash Simulator. You fall into the quantum warp. <laughs> it. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. I'm just gonna say there's 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 things that happen at the end of this, and yes, you will be confused. It's a dirty game, but someone's got to play. That's right, George. That's right. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed my time. I en I enjoyed my time playing Power Wash Simulator. So I I got done playing Power Wash Simulator. I'm still gonna go back, but I'm done playing like every night or whatever. Uh, and then I've started playing uh, PGA Tour 2K21. I started uh, just after the show last week. So I started on Friday. I, I purchased it on Friday. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. The putting's so much better. Uh, the online play is better. Uh, we have a group. It's called the Goonies, uh, the Goonies Club. Uh, so if you have an Xbox and you want to join our group, you can join in starting tomorrow. We have an event starting next week. It starts on Thursdays. So Thursday to the following Wednesday, you have six days to complete your four rounds. It's a friendly game of golf, and we compete against each other. So, like, Sarge, if you want to play, and let's say we can't play together, you could play and take your time. Like, on, on Sunday, you could play all four rounds. You could play one round each day. And, and what your total is at the end, we see who wins. So we have a, 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 little, a little community game going on. Every every week it's gonna happen until the next golf game comes out, which is sometime in the spring. So every week we're gonna have a new course and a new game, and whoever wants to join in, you're you're more than welcome to to join in. Uh, are there cars involved? No, George, but thank you very much for the segue. I do appreciate you for the for the segue because we are gonna talk about the next game, the next game I've been playing, which was this morning. I played this on stream. This is called. Turbo Golf Racing. And let me tell you, Sarge, it looks great. It looks great. It looks like, I know what everyone's thinking. What is this, Rocket League? Okay. And you're like, oh my it, God. Yeah, it's, it's Rocket League. It's like Rocket League, but not as it's good. Right. It's a golf game, but not as good. It does none of these things well, and it's poorly executed in my opinion. Okay. 
This is a game preview game, and I'm not going to hold back because it's on game preview. Because nowadays, in 2022, in 2022, okay, it doesn't matter if it's an alpha, beta, game preview, full release, doesn't matter. There's problems with the game. Games are unfinished. It doesn't matter. They're all lumped into the same thing. So I don't care if it's preview, alpha, beta, full release. This game on paper sounded like it would be really good. They're like, oh, you know what would be cool? It's like Rocket League. Hear me out, Sarge. But golf. And you're like, oh, I'm listening. And you're like, okay. So I was playing by myself. I was playing by myself. And I was like, let me try this out and see if it's good. I'm playing by myself. And I'm like, uh, you know what? It's kind of boring playing by myself. So I was like, all right. Let me fast forward and play against other people. Okay, let me play against other people. I don't even know if this is the, the, the spot. I think I play against other people. Okay. So I play against other people. Here's some footage against other people. And it's mixed with like Mario Kart now, where you can get rockets and shoot people and stop them from hitting the ball. You have mods that you can put on your car. So as you can see, I have two mods at the bottom of my screen. I have one where if I hit the LB button, I emit this like pulse and it hits the ball. So I don't actually have to touch the ball. And then the other one makes the, the, the ball bigger. So my ball is bigger than everybody else playing right now. So I can hit it better, right? I got bigger balls than everybody else. That's right, Sarge. I saw the look. Okay. So I got bigger balls than everybody else playing this game. And uh, that's it. You're just rushing to the hole. Now, when you play golf, Sarge, what's the rules of golf? The fundamental rules of golf is lowest number to the hole, right? Right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no rules here about how many times you can hit the ball. Okay? I mean, I don't know why you're giving this game so much hate. I'm it's not giving it hate. I'm, you are I'm, giving I'm, it hate. I'm it's giving it's it... for little kids. No, it's not for little it's kids. It's for little It is. It kids. is for little kids. You take everything too personally. No, this if game it, is if for it, children. If it's for little kids, then, 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 then this game is even more predatory because they have already have a battle pass ready, ready to go to charge you for microtransactions, just like Rocket League and everything else. Okay? I'm sure this will be a free-to-play game. The, the game is, is just not good. It's not good. It doesn't do the racing good. It doesn't do the golf good. And it doesn't even do the 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 turbo part good. The speed when I hit turbo doesn't even feel like a like a thing. Like when I hit the rocket speed in Rocket League, I feel like I'm using turbo. I use turbo here, I'm like, all right, cool. It's going a little bit faster. Right? There's no music playing. There's no ambient mu like music playing. So when you play the actual course. And I'll give them. I'll give them a point there. Maybe it's maybe they're putting the music in later for the preview program. It's going up to about thirty four ninety nine shortly. What is? Oh, Game Pass is about twenty five dollars per month. Oh, you guys are talking about. I was like, what? This game's thirty four ninety nine. This is definitely not a buy. Uh, but yeah, there's no, there's no excitement for this game. My seven year old not for you. No, stop. My seven year old came in the room and said, "What are you playing? Is this Rocket League?" I said, "No, this is Turbo Golf Racing." He goes, "Oh." Well, he's like, it looks kind of boring. I'm like, it is boring. It is. He goes, it doesn't look fun. I'm like, it's not. It's not fun, right? So a seven-year-old Sarge, who's meant for, it's meant for kids, he's looking at it going, this looks absolutely he's boring. A, he's living in a house with you. Listen, you talk about video games are <laughs> shit for every week for fucking seven years. Of course he hates this game. Give me a fresh seven-year-old and put him in front of this game. My he's going to love it. My seven-year-old is fresh. 
he knows what's going on. Okay, he he has good taste with video games. He said, "I'd rather play." I said, "Would you rather play this or Rocket League?" He said, "Rocket League." I said, "Would you rather play this or Forza Horizon 5? He said, "Forza Horizon 5. I said, "Would and you rather?" Then you said, "Do you like Forza 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 Horizon 5 or do you want dinner?" Like <laughs> you manipulated the kid over seven years. He'll say whatever you want. I need I need a non-biased kid. Yeah, this kid's not biased. The game's good. Not biased. He was he's telling the truth of what he what he looked at the game. Look, first impressions are everything, man. You play this game now. They have some cool things, right? There's mods that you could put on the thing. I like the course layouts. I think the course layouts are cool, okay? But the game itself, lackluster, man. It's It, it doesn't do anything right. The it's Turbo copy, Golf hostile, Racing. Rocket League. No, it's not, though. It's not Rocket League. It's, Rocket League is exciting. It's somebody who copied Pasta that didn't do anything original. They just try to copy it and, and this sell it. Is why That's I'm, what they did. And this is why I'm giving them shit, because Rocket League is actually exciting. It's actually fun to play, and it's constantly going. This... Just like whatever. So maybe six months from now, whenever it launches, maybe they'll change their ways. There needs to be an announcer. Cannot lump this into the rest of the games that we can about. Sure, I can. 100%. Not the same. Not the same. Power Watch Simulator is better than this game in every way possible because that game knows what it is. This game has no identity. It doesn't do golf well. It doesn't do racing well. Okay. So what's it doing? What's it doing? So, entertaining children. It's not entertaining. It's literally boring. It's not fun to play. To you. It's not fun to, to play. To you, it's boring. It's for children. Honest to God, it's Krebsy, for kids. Krebsy says it needs larger teams, faster cars, more interesting maps. The best part about this is the maps, Krebsy. I'll be honest with you. I can't wait to see what happens when we talk about a real game has got problems. If you guys are going crazy on this. I'm topic. not going crazy. I'm giving you my first impressions of a game that came out in preview program today. It doesn't matter what game it is. This is my first impression. So I so played wait, for an hour and a half. It's, it's preview program, which means it's not even out yet? That's correct. That's correct. So what are you complaining about? I, I, it's no, not done. I, I start, the game's not no, done. Stop. I started off by saying alpha, beta, preview, release, they're all the same. Games are launched today in 2022, and they're not done. Alphas it's, come out and they It's not done. Uh, right, right. It's not done. It's exactly. Not done. What I'm saying to you is alpha, beta, and full release games are all the same pool. They all out and playing and testing, and it's not done. Marvel has been out for two years, still not complete. Fallout 76 has been out for three years, still not complete. Okay. Halo, Halo Infinite, it's been out for almost a year, still not complete. Okay, still not complete. Still not complete. Where's co-op? We don't have co-op. So anyway, this game needs to go back to the drawing board. It's in preview programs. It's fantastic. Great. Take it down. Make things better. Make it faster. Make it announcer going, whoa, off the wall. Like, make just screams. This I put this in the exact same ballpark as Roller Champions. The exact same thing. Going in a circle, throwing a ball through a hoop. With no stats, no nothing, and then getting cosmetics. Bare boring. Bare this bones. is exactly the same. Car, go down the track, hit a ball into the soil. Done. There's a game mode in the golf game that I'm playing right now. It's called Dur- uh, um, Divot Derby, which is the exact same thing as this. Get the ball to the hole as fast as possible. But you know why the Divot Derby in the regular golf game is better than this? Because it's golf. And all you're doing is hitting the club to the ball and trying to compete against 20 other people to get to the hole first. That's exciting. I, this is not I, exciting. I thought of a game that will solve everybody's problems. Low budget, a lot of people involved. So if BR is such a great game, 
right? In their minds, not in my mind, but in their minds, VR is a great game. Why is it that we just don't have an actual demolition derby VR again? Like back in the day, except except all the cars that you get to pick from are ridiculous and you can't stop laughing. I'll give you an example. So maybe you're driving a bus from Columbia that's got <laughs> chickens and goats and things okay. on it. I'm, I'm in and you're I'm driving in, I'm, it around. I'm in on this. Right. I'm, right. I'm, you're I'm driving around. And every time somebody hits you, animals are flying off. the. I, I, you're like, ah! like animals and stuff are flying off the bus one guy's got an ice cream truck that's got kids chasing it around the whole time and he's throwing ice cream out the back like funny stuff like funny vehicles but involved in devil's and it's a br right i, I you know it, it, it could be 50 just 50 people to zero or 20 people to zero. i have multiple games going on and then the more you play the more ridiculous cars you can open up and uh then and then you can charge people for skins because I'm Satan. And I'm going to tell you to charge people for something, even though it should be for free. Right? Easy peasy. Uh, look, right? Just make a fun game. Just make a fun game. Look. Right? I said this. I said, you want to make an original game? The, 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 the hot dog bit? The hot dog car guys driving around the right, hot everyone, dogs? Everyone's saying Twisted Metal. Right? I yeah. said, if you want to make a golf yes. game that's original, instead of putting cars on a fucking but field. But it's a VR now. Instead of putting cars on a field and hitting a ball as a Rocket League. Okay, I said, you want to make a good golf game that's original? Here, take some zombies. Keep and the change, you take, filthy take, take some zombies and put them on the golf course. And you're golfing no. in a game in a post-apocalyptic world while zombies are attacking you and you have to hit the ball to the hole. And then while you're running in between the hole to get to your ball, you got to murder zombies to get to the thing, right? You have to survive through the course. I know it sounds absurd, but it's original. And it could be fun, right? Just like, who cares? Now, look at this, Sarge. This is the golf game I was playing last night. This is called Divot Derby. So 20 people all taking a shot at the exact same time, and you'll see golf balls just laying all around, right? They're all, they're all hitting at the exact same time. Well, how do you know which one's yours? Because you only see yours. Like, you know what yours is because they line you up in front of it, right? I, why is, what's the difference that all, everybody else is throwing at the same time? What's they're the they're all colored. They're color-coded, Sarge, just like a mini-golf. Yeah, but who cares if I'm seeing a bunch of balls at the course? What does that but matter? But this is, you're racing. You're racing to the hole. I'm racing to the hole. You're racing to the hole. You're trying, to, it, it's elimination. It's like a, a battle royale, Sarge. It only takes the top 10, and then it only takes the top nine. Then it only takes the top eight, and it gets eliminated, and you have to get to the hole the fastest. This right here is better than the turbo golf racing. And this is a game mode within a game. So, so what happens while you're putting? Everybody else is putting in front of you. That's correct. You have to try to rush in front of them. You have this <laughs> feeling of hecticness. You're like, I got to get it in there because it's slow. It, look, everyone put it at the exact same time, and it only, takes, it only takes the top five or top six, right? So now it's 10 people left, so the next hole, and then, and then two people get cut. <laughs> Everybody's putting at the same yeah, time. That's it. Yeah. And, and this, you actually feel when you're playing, you're like, oh, my God, come on, hurry up. Hurry up! You got You got You got to hut. So there's there's a there's a thing around here. Look, my ball's starting to hit the the the, uh, the sidewalk, and it's slowly going. Well, if it doesn't stop, I can't take the shot. Okay, I can't take the shot, so I'm gonna lose because I can't get my next shot out. And they all they all get in right. So I have to get it in there. Seven spots left. I gotta get it in right. I'm, I'm like, hurry up, hurry up! Everyone shoots at the exact same time. I, I'll lose. Right. I just made the last so shot, that, I think. That, that, that's, that's a lot of pressure for just trying to play some golf. That's right. This game mode is a better game mode 
than the actual standalone version of Turbo Racing Golf or Agreed Golf Racing. Agree to disagree. <laughs> well, one one is for middle-aged guys who have no more patience, and one is for eight-year-olds. Okay, that's the difference. That's the difference. One is for kids, and one is for middle-aged guy without patience. Look, look, that's the difference. No, I have plenty of patience. The game is just a bad game. <laughs> the game is just a bad game. I, I got patience. I got to deal with you every Thursday before we start. <laughs> Greg, Greg, thank you very much for for the ten dollars. Thank you very much for the uh, for the ten dollars super chat. Appreciate that very much. So, so that that is what we've been playing. So let's get to the uh, the top stories. All right, Sarge. The first story. First story is Grand Theft Auto Six was reportedly going to have four protagonists. Four that's protagonists. One more. That's that's one more. <clears throat> what did we say two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago? Last week? I don't know. It was actually like a year and a half ago when he said, "How do they up Grand Theft Auto Four or Five? I said, we "Well, say, they have to add more add, protagonists. Add one guy. They have add to one add guy. protagonists, right? So supposedly, Grand Theft Auto Six was reportedly going to have four protagonists. Uh, a lot of, uh, or, or sorry, according to uh, Axos, uh, Axos uh, spotted on PC games, and allegedly Grand Theft Auto Six was originally going to be built across three cities and have four protagonists. However, the report goes to say that things have been uh, scaled down. Having four playable characters would have be hugely aspirational, especially considering the complex uh, interwoven lives of three protagonists in GTA V. Of course, it should be said that the information has not been confirmed by Rockstar, but it wouldn't be uh, surprising for the developer initially wanted to make something ambitious that later had to be trimmed down. Uh, currently, it seems, though, that Grand Theft Auto Six will have two protagonists, possibly taking the influence from Bonnie and Clyde, and one character will be female, which is represented for the first time in a woman uh, to be a playable in, in GTA. Uh, that's Lie. also that's false. Lie. That's 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 <clears throat> false. Uh, uh, top down Grand Theft Auto. You you actually were a girl uh, in in the thing, but they have to put I the asterisks after it. Was it was it the second one or the? They got to the put the the, the asterisks behind it in the three dimensional world. That's what they have Whatever. to put. Yeah. So, what do you think, Sarge? What do you think about the uh, the four I think, protagonists? I, I think I think journalists who write about video games need to go all the way back in history before they start making statements about things that they know nothing about. That's first and foremost. Gotcha. So it's not it's not the only female character. Uh, I I believe it's to be a story non story. It's a story non story. the The game <clears throat> the game is almost a decade old. Yeah. A decade. Okay. They've canceled all the games that they had. They haven't released anything. They didn't have to. All they're doing is selling shark cards and making these little things to happen inside the game. Right. Right. So their whole process of now, this is a list of stuff now. How it was going to be four, it's going to be less, then it's Bonnie and Clyde, and then it wasn't. And then we were supposed to have this, but the, but the development's been so hard, so difficult. It's been 10 years. Right. It's been 10 years. By the time, if it's taken you 10 years to figure out the kind of game you want to make, you're already behind in technology and engine building because we've already changed engines and things along the way. <laughs> How long does it take you to make a game? It Once again, I've said it last week, and I'll say it plain and simple this week. I do not believe Rockstar can top GTA V. 
every company peaks. Do you mean every to- company? Top, top meaning uh, copies sold, or are you are you talking about what? Like, what do you? Every company peaks. Sure. I do not believe Grand Theft Auto Six will beat in any. Maybe beat it in like hype. Okay, but as far as beating it. No. Okay. I, I, Let's put it that way. Do you think Grand Theft Auto Six will sell more copies than Grand Theft Auto Five in the first week of the launch? A loaded question. Everyone's hyped about a game that's already ten years old. So yeah, sure. In the first week, yes, it's probably going to outsell it. Okay. It's a loaded question. You're you're like the Fox News guys and the other guys. But that's you're what loaded, it's going to do. You're loading up questions. You, you can't. But that's not my point. My point is it it will not top. It will not top it. They will not succeed in beating themselves. Right. GTA Six will not over. Well, no, because you can't always GTA do this. If, if if Grand Theft Auto Five sold 165 million copies, I don't think Grand Theft Auto Six will sell 165 million copies. All I'm saying is, all companies peak. I think Rockstar peaked with GTA Five. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. All companies, all things peak. I don't think Six is going to beat this. It might wow people because of like the setting or like what you can do new, right? But it's not going to wow you. And like Trump, use the term, over GTA Five. It's just not. I I I think that I think Grand Theft Auto Six won't top Grand Theft Auto Five as far as story is what I'll say. I, Thanks, I, Cujo. That's exactly that's one of the things I mean right there. Yeah, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll it'll top it for story. I think Grand Theft Auto Five story with the three protagonists and the way they did it. I think that's going to be really hard to beat. I'm sure it'll have a good story, but I think Grand Theft Auto V story will be a better story than Grand Theft Auto Six, in my opinion. They, 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 listen, the fact that GTA V worked, think about it. The way it worked, not right. the online part, just the game itself. The way it worked, I think that's a good chunk of that is luck. A good chunk of that game was luck that that game actually worked the way it is. And, that, and how we know is how the online went when it first released, which was a shit show. Right. Because the complexity of that game is is insurmountable. Think think of the complexity of that game with the three interwoving stories and being able to pan in and out of characters and go here and go like that's ma- it's madness. How the stories have to intertwine. The writers must have been pulling their hair out, right? Not to mention how big the map is and it's continuous. Like it once again raising bars all over the place. That's how that's how it was. Right. That's why it was fantastic. Like. After you played four, right? And when, and let's be honest, anyone, anyone who's been around for all the GTAs, when you played four, playing four was almost like it's a fucking dating doing, sim. Doing a remake of GTA three. Yeah, but it was a dating sim. It was like I, when that, like when when the, take your when, GTA, out for a date. when GTA first went three dimensional. That's kind of like how GTA four was. It was like a remaster of that. And so you got an idea of what they could do with the new graphics. And we're like, wow, this looks pretty damn good. Yes, the dating garbage inside that game was ridiculous. It was it was uh it was like over it was it was almost the same kind of structure as like San Andreas was that ridiculous thing you have to work out and eat to certain girls to date, you had to be fat right. for one girl, worked out for like it became ridiculous, right? So when five came out and it was like this gritty Basically, five is a movie. Like yeah. if you played five, if you played five normally, that's a movie. As a matter of fact, we said that should be the movie. You just make the movie. The, the same characters and the plot points and the interactions, 
That's a movie. That's how good it was. That's why I'm saying you are not topping that. Right? With all the nonsense that's going on right now, they're, oh, we're scared we're going to offend somebody. Yeah. Who's in charge? Yeah. Who's in charge right now that's saying that live out loud to somebody? That you're saying you don't want to punch down and you're making a GTA? Move over. Come on in, Saints Row. We thought you were dead. Not anymore. Come on in. Come on over. Right. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't make sense why you'd want to all of a sudden. I'm going to keep it family friendly. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to change the recipe. I don't know why you want to change it. Yeah, it's the recipe. Why would you change the recipe? It made you $165 million. It's the number one piece of entertainment of all time. Of all time. Uh, why, would, why would you change the recipe? Because uh, you're offending somebody. You're offending somebody. That, that's the reason. We made $5 billion because we did what we wanted to do and make a dystopian world where everything's over the top, corporations, everyone's corrupt. Everyone's corrupt. And now it's too close to home. Right, we can't we can't make another GTA GTA Six the same because it's it's too real now. Everyone understands what's going on. It's actual real life. No, no, it's still it's still a farce. That's what it is. It's making fun. No, no, we can't punch down anymore. There are too many people who are, are going to get upset. I'm like, I'm sorry. Is this the same people that let me sleep with a hooker and then kill her and take the money back? Same guys, right? Same guys. Like you're going to actually decide you're going to change a game the way your motives were for the last 20 years and how you made a game. And you think all of a sudden you're going to be father. May I over here? You're yeah. going to be the priest. We'll come walk out of the building. I'm going to be good. Now we're going to make a good game for GTA. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get out. <clears throat> Just get out. Yeah. Krebsy. I said that they were going to do, they were going to add the servers for role playing and stuff like that. That's all going to be inside Grand Theft Auto online. Uh, I, I, I feel that, I mean, everything that they've learned from Grand Theft Auto online they're going to add more seas. They're going to update the, the, the maps. They're, they're going to constantly evolve and change it as it goes. Um, all right. <clears throat> Next story. PlayStation reports uh, financial decline. Uh, financial decline. Uh, multiple factors, including the shortage of major first-party titles, leads to PlayStation reporting a financial loss in quarter one of 2022. Uh, Sony's first quarter ended on June 30th, 2022, and now is... Uh, revealing how it's a uh, year one quarter one matched up against the previous years in terms of hardware. Sony reported that they shipped 2.4 million PlayStation five units between the end of March and June, which is in case uh, uh, increased of 0.1 million from a year before and increased 0.4 million from the last quarter. While these may seem like small increases, it still shows that PlayStation five is selling well back in February. It was reported that PlayStation five had sold nearly double the units of Xbox series X uh, still, even at PlayStation 5 is being outsold by the competitors in places, the sales increase still marks a financial positive for Sony. Where dipped origin, uh, originates from appears to be a software sales for company. Uh, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 full game software saw a total of 47.1 million units sold during the first quarter, which is a decrease of over 16 million units from the same period last year. Also, even with the launch of PlayStation Plus packages, user Sony's subscription service decreased quarter one by 0.1 million users. So yeah, but the, but the same five thousand guys are buying the units, right? They said shipped. They didn't say sold. Right, they didn't they say shipped. sold. Yeah, right. They said shipped, which means the same five thousand guys are just stacking them up in their garages. <laughs> like, I I guess we'll we'll do the same thing when the pro comes out, right? Right. Well, the pro is supposed to come out next year. 
Well, well I, I assume I assume I assume the announcement will be sometime in the in the in the winter. I assume. Yeah, they'll they'll probably talk about it. They'll, you'll see rumors, not the official announcements. Yeah. Um. So I I just want I just want the one that works and doesn't blow up. It'll be fine. Right. Uh. So here's another uh story. Still with Sony. Sony refuses to be drawn on whether it could uh, raise the price of PlayStation 5. Uh, recently raised prices on a range of consumer electronics in light of global chip shortage. So uh, it said the, pri go. the price revision were being made in light of ongoing semiconductor shortages and other factorial or external factors have caused a uh, cost of raw materials manufacturing distribution to increase. During its first, well, this is a much better, before I continue reading, this is a much better excuse than what Meta said about the VR headsets last week about, well, if you want the future of VR to exist, we have to raise the price by a hundred bucks three days from now. So <laughs> it's a much better excuse. Uh, during the first quarter earnings call Friday, Sony uh, asked whether it was considering increasing the PlayStation 5 price point in the face of similar market pressures. Uh, quote, about potential price increases for PlayStation 5 at this point in time, uh, there is nothing specific I can share with you about the prices. Uh, came in response from the executive de uh, deputy president and chief financial officer Horoki uh, Totoki. Say that ten times fast. In a recent month, analysts have forecast, uh, forecasted the product that relies semiconductors are set to become more expensive as chipmakers increase their prices and the companies that buy them in turn pass the cost of consumers. You know who's not having this problem? Well, at least they haven't said they have this had this problem. Nintendo people. Well, Nintendo and also Xbox. You know why Xbox is not having this problem? Game Pass, right? Because you could play Game Pass on your television set. You could play your uh, Game Pass on your on your PC. You don't even need an Xbox to play Game Pass. All you got to pay is the fifteen dollars a month to access the the X Cloud, and you can play Game Pass games. You see what see what's happening here? So, chip makers face their own increased supply issue and are uh, exert. Uh, uh, Extirbated by the uh, Ukraine war and demand remains high while supply remains constrained. I love how no matter what happens, they blame whatever's it, happening the at war. the moment. Yeah. So the only country, the only country that makes grain is Ukraine. The only country that makes oil is Russia, right? The only people that make chips is Ukraine and Taiwan and Russia. Like, just stop. Right. You want to raise the prices because the, the prices are, are out of whack right now. And you want to raise the price. That's fine. But stop selling me this bill of goods of nonsense, right? Inflation goes up, numbers go up, that's fine. But don't try to blame it on a handful of things and say that's the reason why, and now we're going to charge you more for it, right? right? Here's how it works in America. You can charge whatever you want, right? You could charge $700, dollars $1,000 for whatever product you want. The market will dictate whether or not that price is affordable. Right. If the guys, If the guys who have the disposable income don't give a shit, and they happen to like your VR goggles, they're going to buy the VR goggles at whatever price point you set. But for the mainstream people, the households that you want to get all these headsets into, if it's not in their price range, regardless of what number you pick well, up, they're not going to buy it. Well, PlayStation's going to raise the price anyway because when the VR headset comes out for PlayStation, the bundles and stuff, they'll, they'll be able to get that extra money out of, out of, out of them. Uh, for that. that that will depend yeah that will depend where everybody is a year from now after taking a bath with with this inflation rate we'll see we'll see if if everybody has all this disposable listen if everyone has disposable income the way everyone keeps talking that they do then inflation doesn't matter to anybody we're fine we just all oh, just buy whatever we're going to buy 
But for normal people who they want to get that unit in their house, they're not going to be buying it, right? I guess there's just more people in the upper brackets now that are okay with just someone coming out and saying, hey, by the way, that headset's $100 more because I felt like it. Right, right. Well, next story, still still Sony. We talked about this on the Daily Grind, and we talked about this in the past. Uh, subscription services can reduce game quality, Sony says. So Sony makes interesting comments about the games uh, off, uh, offered on subscription services could potentially harm consumers due to low game quality. Now, I don't run a multi-billion dollar company. I don't. I barely run a multi-hundred dollar house, okay? But I said this way, way, way before, and this is my concerns. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not a hypocrite because I pay for Game Pass. Game Pass, people can argue that is the best best deal in town as of right now okay but i've always said that game pass will hurt the industry in the long run and people want to argue with me because they can't see the forest through the tree okay they just can't see it so so sony was amongst the question about activision blizzard deal about the games market as a whole and sony's more interesting response discussed and how important oh wait i'm sorry that's i i skipped ahead there sorry uh Major industry player, Microsoft proposed a $68.7 billion buyout to Activision Blizzard, and the questionnaire aimed to collect data insight of a $180 billion games market. Sony has amongst the question about the Activision deal, about the games market, as well as Sony. One of Sony's more interesting responses discussed how important Call of Duty is for gaming and the comments of premium games for subscription-based games. Now, while not explicitly mentioning by Sony, a company's comments seem to be compared to quality to buy to play first-party uh, PlayStation games with Microsoft's direct-to-game pass titles and release day-to-date on the service. Quote, while Sony agrees the subscription service is complete with the game's purchase for one-time fee, the lower intimate costs of subscription services to consumers can make publishers who recoup significant investment in games by selling them for upfront fee uh, uncompetitive. This can harm consumers by reducing the quality of the game. Uh, this is why you get uh, turbo golf racing. Okay. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment legal counsel Levy Solman said that uh, CADE response letter, uh, which was uh, machine translated for purpose of this coverage. Now, the comment underlines the big difference between Sony's PlayStation Plus service and Microsoft's Game Pass offering. He says, in terms of our assignment, we want gamers... We want gamers want. It's quite simple. Gamers want great games. That is the first and overwhelming perspective that they have. This is the category I fall in. Make a game, sell a game. Okay. How are you delivered in secondary concern? How I would say whether it's an obsolete terms of relevant terms compared to own history or compared to anything that co- competitors are managing that we have never been in a stronger place than PlayStation Studios that we are now. We anticipate the position of strength and excellence will only continue and will only grow. We are uh, viciously a vicious cycle where successful success has always investment with the uh, generated more success with allowing to invest more and will hopefully generate yet more success. Uh, we it doesn't bl- go up forever. Right. Which involve putting our uh, uh, putting our AAA games into subscription services on day one. We feel that will be significant risk. That will be the vicious cycle that also establishes a successful would be compromised and potentially broken. Right. And this is what we've been saying. Right. This is why they produce games like Spider-Man, games like God of War, Horizon Forbidden uh, West, and uh, all these single player games. Uh, um, go. Ghost of Tsushima, right? Like, all of these single-player games are good quality games. Now let's look at the first-party title games that came out for for Microsoft. Well, 
We have Halo. Wait, we have Halo. There aren't any. Which is not a good good thing, right? Then they bought Bethesda, and I know Bethesda is not part of Microsoft at the time, but we have Fallout 76, okay? It's not saying anything. There's just a lot of games that are just incomplete, broken buggy, or they're on the <clears> subscription <throat> service, or they're on this live service mentality where they just come out when they come out, and they fix it as they go over year over year. Now, what I find funny... Because we're going to talk about this, Sarge. I want your thoughts on this with the with the streaming service, but I also want to just read this real fast to you, and then it'll continue. So Sony's worried, okay, Sony's worries that players could jump to Xbox if Microsoft owns Call of Duty, okay? Now, obviously, so, so obviously with that, just the title, with what they just said about day and date and how Sony bought Bungie because of live service, right? Isn't this a isn't this a uh, hypocrite or being a double standard here? So my question to that my my answer to that is so what you so what what the so the logic is is because Microsoft has Call of Duty, it's gonna it's gonna affect how Sony sells more than more uh, sells Call of Duty. Like so, do I say the same thing that that Sony has Bungie now? That Microsoft's not gonna get we're, we're not gonna get we're not gonna be able to play. Destiny? Is that is that what you're that's nonsense? It's nonsense. So you want as many people in the pool as possible, right? You can use your title as leverage to get people to buy your system, but you want as many people in the pool as possible. Right. If all of a sudden you tell you tell half the gaming community that they can't play a game because now I own the title, good luck with that. Right? Especially a destiny title as opposed to a Call of Duty title. Because a destiny title people have already invested into and have put years of stuff into the game you can't all of a sudden just cut the head off the chicken and say you can't have it right a call of duty game is just another call of duty game so if 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 for shits and giggles microsoft said hey this year's call of duty only on xbox like would it really matter there's a call of duty out in 10 months so does it really matter you're gonna miss out on the call of duty now for the call of duty later who cares right <laughs> i don't like the leverage i don't like the leverage that they're using it doesn't make sense to me. However, I will agree a thousand percent that these types of games that go on Game Pass as opposed to make a game, sell a game, hurt the industry in the long run. A thousand percent. That goes into the no shit category. Right? It's just dumb. Right? The, 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 problem, is, the problem is the same. These new companies run by new guys now because they're not the old guard no. these are the new guys they believe that the bottom line has to go up every year regardless we have to hit these numbers that's what's going to happen gaming is not run that way right you may have a hit on your hands and then all of a sudden you've pissed on your public you may make a really good game the next game everyone's tired of because they saw the same thing 50 times right. like you can't you cannot do the same thing in gaming that you can do in any other part of the industry. It, it, anything, cars, boats, houses, any kind of product, like anything you consider it a widget, like a thing. Like game is art. People inter people's interaction with it is different. People's overall look about it is different. You might have a hit that you think you have a hit and not a lot of people buy it. So their mentality of push, 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 push and the whole repetitive arguments about burnout crunch like delays blaming covid for every 
fucking thing that's happened in the last two years. It's COVID's fault. Believe me, right? If COVID wasn't around to be the scapegoat, they would have something else that they would talk about. They are not going to release games on time because they are trying to do too much. They're trying to cram too much into a game to smack it out in three years. A game that uh, the game on the level that we want to play and is outstanding for what today is cannot be released in three years. It just cannot, right? Look at Sony. They want to hire more people. Look at the other companies. They're trying to hire more people. They got to get more people and more people in to try to pump out as much as they can because that bottom line's got to go up. Right. Quality's going to suffer. It's going to suffer, right? It, it's almost like a garage sale of games, right? You're. They'll eventually start picking on the indies to a point where they'll say, hey, we'll put you on Game Pass. We'll give you 50 grand. And they're like, fuck taking 50 grand. Well, well, good luck trying to sell your game because either you have to sell it on right. our store or our competitor store. And we've all agreed that we're going to give you $50,000 to put your game on there. And that's all you're going to get. Right. Like, I, I see, I see the bad things on the horizon, bro. Bad things on the horizon. If an indie guy can't get his game to market, because the big guys control it and they decide what they're going to pay because they have all the game services. How does an indie guy get out? Right. Right. Unless Epic decides to be, you know, Robin hood. Right. right. And put all the indie games on Epic and say, here are all the new indie games for that. And, and I don't mean like every indie game, like they were doing before, because like 90% of the indie games on Epic were trash. Like they just, it was like the Atari 2600 days. Like Epic had well, they, they more just needed, trash. They just needed a library. Them. Yeah. It, it, this is this could be a tough couple but, years. So I I, I want to see what happens after COVID is officially over. What they're going to blame? I don't think it'll ever be over. So, uh, or, or, so forever. So forever, forever. Everybody's two years behind. That's right. Forever. Acor according to 2019 study, the importance of Call of Duty to entertainment in general is indescribable. The company said that VGC translation, the brand was the only video game IP to break into the top 10 of all entertainment brands among fans joining powerhouses such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. Call of Duty is so popular that the influence users choose the console is that the community's loyal users are entrenched enough that there are even competitors that had a budget to develop a similar product. It would not be, uh, be able to rival it. Okay, now, which is funny, here's the next link to the story. Microsoft, Sony claims that they're afraid that people are going to leave, right? Sony to Where go to going? Xbox, to go to Xbox, right? And Microsoft claims Activision Blizzard games are not a must-have title. Why you would pay $70 billion and then out of your mouth say, no, all these all these games that this company makes, oh, they're not must-haves. We we yeah. just we just want to pay $70 billion for it. No. It doesn't make no, any it, sense. No, it, it makes perfect no, sense. No, they're trying to they're trying to downplay it. They're, no, yeah. they want you to buy Game Pass. No, no. They, they, don't, they don't care about the game no. is good or bad or none different. They want you in Game Pass. They say the game's not hit no. or miss. That's their point. No, they, here, Microsoft acquisition of Activision. It says, the latest effort to defend the Activision Blizzard acquisition against the naysayers. Microsoft has stated that the publisher of Call of Duty, Diablo, World of Warcraft, and other assorted intellectual properties does not, in fact, have any must-have games in the library. Like, Diablo's not a must-have. World of Warcraft's not a must-have. Call of Duty's not a must-have. They're trying to downplay it because right now Microsoft is trying to buy them, right? And they're being investigated right now. They're like, well, would this be a monopoly? They're like, no, nobody needs Call of Duty or Diablo or World of Warcraft or anything else they've ever created. They're just, they're just whatever type of games. 
right? Meanwhile, Sony's going, if you take Call of Duty away from us and they put it, what they're worried, what they're, what Sony's worried about is not getting taken away because Microsoft has already said that Call of Duty is going to be on, on PlayStation. What they're worried about is they're going to take Call of Duty, right? and this is my speculation, they're just going to put it on Game Pass so people that play on Xbox don't have to pay $70 for Call of Duty every year. They just pay for Game Pass, right? And And Sony's like, well, people are going to leave Sony then because why would they pay $70 to play the game when they could just buy an Xbox Series S or just get the, the account of Xbox Game Pass through the X Cloud, and then you could just play for a small little fee. That's what they're worried about, no. right? And no, then I ridiculous. laugh at them because... Ridiculous. Hold on. I laugh because they're going to do the exact same thing to Destiny, right? They're going to take Destiny and put it behind the PlayStation Plus Premium where people that are on PlayStation Plus Premium will get to play Destiny for a low fee, and everybody else on PC and Xbox are going to have to pay full price. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. It's a double standard. First of all, Bungie can't handle their books. Okay, I've never seen a company struggle so much about wanting to be independent and then pissing their money away and having somebody else have to pick them up again to stay afloat. Like, I don't understand how a company that made so much money with one of the greatest games ever released in a decade, right, can't, can't balance their books, right? They've had story after story about how they wanted to be independent. And every 18 months, they have to be bought out by somebody else again because they pissed all their money away. Right. Right? Call of Duty's not going anywhere, okay? It doesn't matter who owns it, right? You, you can't... You can't Look at me in the eye and tell me I don't want 175 million people to possibility of playing Call of Duty. Right. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I don't care if you put it behind Game Pass, behind your own ass, or what what other what other kind of structure you have. You you want people to have that game and, and access to that game. I don't get it, man. Right? The, the stories like that are hype nonsense, right? Those stories are hype nonsense. The guys who write them don't read or understand gaming. They're just sitting in a room and someone says, hey, Steve, you need an article in by tomorrow. And they go, all right, let me see what I got. And he goes through his feed and he sees a bunch of things about Sony and Microsoft. And he goes, oh, here's a story I can write. Yeah, they'll, they'll appreciate this article. No, he won't, right? Because your article's, your article's worthless. You're talking about dog shit, right? You're talking about the most, no, the, the number one game in Activision's portfolio. And you're going to say, uh... No, we're worried that we're worried that Microsoft's going to take it away from us. And Microsoft says out loud, says out loud that nothing Activision has is worth buying. Right. I believe you. Right. I believe that right. you paid $7 billion for a company that has games that nobody wants to buy. I believe that. Right. I believe that. Please. I had, I had, I had two stories with Bungie in it and I can't find the other one. Uh, give me one second. I have, I have the one that, <clears throat> the judge, this is this is a segue to another another story. The judge orders text now to reveal identities of users who threaten Bungie's employees. Okay. So way back in 2001, Bungie released Halo Combat Involved. Over the past few months, Bungie has also launched a new series of lawsuits to protect its employees, specifically the company that has also been suing people with harass harassers. Uh, and game cheaters being in the main target of Bungie's litigation efforts. In some in instances, however, the employees of the company are apparently taking matters into their own hands, launching a lawsuit independent of the developer. So the circumstances of the lawsuit started in early June uh, when Bungie employee tweeted an advertisement for Destiny 2 with two videos that featured a game known as 
un, un, unmans. Uh, the ads themselves called the individuals who was African-American a hero. Soon after the campaign of doxing against the company began to identities of the employees were revealed. Employees then began receiving death threats on the personal phones, images, and their company badges were posted on the Internet. Racial slurs then thrown in at them. And then one case, uh, someone actually had a pizza delivered to their employee's house. And all of these events uh, severely distressed the company's employees. So lately, Bungie and early if, in the... If somebody, if somebody, sorry, if somebody sent a pizza to somebody's house in Bungie and they were worried that someone was trying to do harm to them, it's one of your friends from the office. Who do you think knows your address? You can, like, look, you you, can look it up. You can stalk bro, people. please. You can't tell me that the people in their office aren't doing this to themselves. Do you know how many death threats people get? Give me a break. I don't bro. know if they're doing it to themselves. Give me a break. So earlier this summer, two company employees sued the owners of TextNow app for the identities of the users who threatened them. TextNow is an app that allows users to make phone calls and send text messages anonymously. However, the app does connect uh, information about the users, including email addresses, phone numbers, IP addresses, and credit card numbers, along with logs and phone calls and text messages. In several instances, the app was used to harass the company employees anonymously. Now, an Ontario judge has ruled that the company has to release the names of these users. Oh, it's Ontario. It's not America. Harassments like this is said to have a result in Bungie limiting communication with fans. Now, in a statement, a spokesperson for TextNow said that the company had every intentions to cooperate with the court uh, on the matter, and the ruling had been originally fi uh, been filed on June 15th, but the judge held off for releasing the re reason due to serious nature of the threats. While Bungie has addressed harassment in the past, the company had no comment on the ruling. As mentioned above, Bungie has, as of late, been targeting those who harassed uh, threats against the employees. Recently, for example, the company launched a lawsuit against Destiny 2 streamer uh, Luca Misfit, Misfit World uh, for threatening and burned down the studio. The company was also vowed to support its employees in the light of Roe versus Wade being overturned in the United States. So there's that. And then I have another story, which I can't find. I got to find it real fast. This is them. They they said on their own on their own accord. uh Bungie said that it's good for business. They're that they're suing they're suing people. Uh, I think this is it. Judge orders that's the text now. Where is that other story I had? If Bungie if Bungie thinks that suing people in order to make money is a good thing, then I I know for a fact that you guys don't know how to handle money. I know for a fact now that you don't know how to handle money. That you've had to been bought out twice, and now you're suing people for money. Right? All you have to do. Change accounts, change numbers. If you're really terrified of some fan screaming at you, threatening to burn the studio, does he have gas cans at his house? Is he preparing? Does he have a gasoline truck in front of his house with the address on MapQuest where the Bungie studio is? Is he getting ready? All right? right. People say shit all day long, man. They say whatever they want on on on, <clears throat> on webcams, on across the planet, TikTok, and everywhere else. You can't just arrest somebody or sue them because they said some words. That's not how it works. Yeah, so That's not how it works. Here, here it is. Suing abusers and cheaters is good business, Bungie says. The Destiny 2 studio has been aggressively pursuing legal action against, uh, against uh, troublemakers, isn't likely to back off anytime soon. Uh, we have a historical uh, that bad actors will often tolerate because of people with the skills and powers to remove them do not focus on the efforts there. Now, McGowan said that to put this simply, we disagree in our view removing harassment for abuse from our community is not the only right thing to do. It's also good business. We believe that the very strongly that the most people that do not want to be in the communities where cheating or harassment is allowed to thrive. Tolerating the bad actors chase away a lot of people who would like to enjoy uh, to enjoy our products. 
Though the, disc- the, uh, the discourse of the social media can be rough for any developer, but Bungie is facing particular high levels of heat for its work work on Destiny 2. Developers are mostly co- constantly making uh, adjustments to the long-running live service game to accommodate both the age and its complexity. Sometimes there's more problems, and sometimes people are just unhappy at the meta that has changed in some ways. The facts that the favor, uh, favorite build is either they can lead to, to uh, torrents of abuse. Now, uh, quote, I will be very clear in saying that I appreciate the studio and the amount that they helped me personally after some serious harassment towards me and my family, he wrote. I'm taking time off in part because of this, and because if you can't see it directly, it's given a tweet to a form reply. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Uh, cheaters are especially of those development uh, that develop them. They're also uh, squirrely in Bungie's sites, but for different reasons. Cheating is not only ruins the game for other players, but the cheat makers can earn serious book on them. So in June, for instance, Elite Boss Tech, uh, Canadian agreed to a $13.5 million settlement with Bungie, a massive amount of terms of it. We put a normal people money. And while the amount may not be mean much to Bungie's bottom line, it is uh, proverbially example for the rest. You can make the you can make and sell cheats to Destiny 2. This is a very bad thing and could. McGowan has his way. Will, will happen to you. Bungie also recently filed a $7.6 million lawsuit against Nicholas, uh, minor for allegedly filling out fraudulent copyright strikes against videos of Bungie owned YouTube channel. Uh, so they're suing people uh, left and right at Bungie. This is one of the reasons I've, I've said in the past, Sarge, and you, I think you're on board with me now. Bungie has a problem managing money, right? Yes. They have yes. a problem managing money. They, they, they mismanaged money with Microsoft, right? And they went on their own to go to be their own developer then they couldn't be at their they own deve- about it because they had to. They couldn't be their own developers, so they signed a deal with Activision. And then after Activision, they said, "We're leaving Activision because we're going off on our own. We're we're, we're going to be our own developer, our own publisher. This is multiple what we're doing. Multiple games. We're going to have multiple right. games." Then they took a hundred hundred million dollars from NetEase, and then they signed. Now, just this past year, they are now uh, with Sony, and they said. Sony doesn't own us. We still own Bungie. They're just they we're, we're just exclusive, whatever. But even though they paid the money for them, so I truly believe that Bungie just is spending money left and right. Right? They're making money hand over fist. They're building a two hundred eighty thousand square foot uh, studio, I, and I still think everyone's working at home. To be honest. Hence why the person that they harassed was in Canada because they're working in Canada. Right? Hence why the judge is doing individual uh, cases, right? That would make sense. So they're still working at home because obviously if it was the United States, I don't think, I don't think they would get it. But the Ontario judge is like, yeah, we're, we're going to sue. We're, this is a case. So I think just Bungie in the long run, there's something about them that they're just like, they can't hold on to money or they don't know how to spend their money correctly. I got one word for this. Canada? Like, I don't care, right? I don't care. Canada is completely bonkers. If anyone's been following Canada over the last couple of years, you know that they're full-blown wackaroos at this point, okay? What you have to worry about, and I, I, mean this, I mean this in the best possible way, if it becomes proper that if someone talks shit online and it comes out that they have to prove who they are and out them and figure out who the person was who's actually sending the messages to them, that will change everything, right? Because then they're going to take the made-up language, turn it to use it the way they want to, which in case of down here would be, you're going to say it's hate speech, which is no such thing. But we'll say whatever you said is hate speech and is now uh, criminal. And because it's criminal, now I get to find out who you are. Like, 
it's a steady it's a slippery slope man you can't do couple you, you can't do stuff like that i'm glad it was in canada because if that story was here stuff would the shit would be hitting the fan all right calm, calm right? down calm down canadians he said canada is wackaroo he didn't say canadians were wackaroo he said canada he's talking about your government and stuff that's what he's talking about he didn't take individual shots at you all right next story xbox and playstation game spending is falling What's going on? Okay, Microsoft gaming revenue is down 7%. A combination of both hardware and software and services are all dropping in various degrees. This is despite the increase of Game Pass subscriptions without which that figured out would be even more steep. Uh, over at Sony, the change is even more stark. Sony moved $47.1 million at PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games this past quarter, down from $63.6 million during the same time previous year. So what's going on here? A number of things are combining of those drops, some of which are shared across companies with other aspects specific to uh, each brand. Xbox may be starting to face off against the long-term challenges of Xbox Game Pass as the concept, the ability to play games on your PC and now stream and on other devices means that hardware sales are simply not as necessary they once were, right? And they don't care. They don't, they don't care. They don't care. Think of it this way. They don't make anything. You don't have hardware. You don't have a disc, no box, no instructions. It's digital, and I'm paying for the service monthly. And then if I want anything, I got to buy it through the service. There's no, there's no product. Right. There's no, there's no product. It's all digital. Right. That's the translation of you will own nothing and like it. That's the proper translation. I will play video games that I no longer own. They'll be in the, in the air because everything will be cloud gaming. I don't actually can touch it. But I've paid for it and don't like it, and I love it. Right. right. That's that's the translation that they want. So so here is another story of Call of Duty. Since we're talking about Microsoft and Activision and whatnot, so Call of Duty dog skin image scrub following plagiarism 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 claim. Okay, I saw it. So here's the dog. It is. A it fluffy is. dog skin set to release on Call of Duty Warzone has been hit by claim of plagiarism. And the Activision has now pulled imagery of the upcoming pooch from its website. So you, you see this? This is, this is theirs that they were going to put out there. And it just so happened, Sarge, that somebody created one. Okay? So here's one. So a guy says, hello, everyone. I am Salen. I'm an original artist that is coming up with COD Vanguard skin and plagiarized from. I only just found out at this time the announcement that my work was plagiarized even though I'm also a COD player. I'm very disappointed to see my work being plagiarized by a big company like Activision in this way. I've reached out to Activision for explanations and compensation, and hopefully the situation will be settled soon. As an individual artist, I can only do so much, and I have to speak out about this to stop things that this is happening again in the future. Here you go. This is how you fix this, okay? Because this, this is his work. You stop, you stop hiring millennials. That's right. how you fix this problem. How lazy can you be that you stole work directly? Right. How lazy well, can you that be? That happens all the time in Hollywood now, Sarge. People have no original ideas anymore. They're like, oh, I saw that on... T on well, why don't we do that? I, I, I got a deadline. I got to create a character. I got stoned and hammered. And I went to the last three EDM concerts. And so I have to turn <laughs> something in on Monday. So let me scour the internet and find some artistry that no one gives a shit about it and then put it up and call it my own. The, that, the, sounds like a, that sounds like a the, great weekend. The fact is that in the past, before the internet, you could do something like this. You could go to someone's house, you see a cool drawing, you take it and say it's yeah, yours. Take it. And that's it. You never know. In the internet. You never know. In the internet now, 
It's literally everything's out there. Everything's out there. Why, in, in, in someone's right mind, would they be like, I saw this on the internet, I'm going to take this dude's work, pass it off as my own, and then... Lazy. Right? This Lazy. is the same problem that's happening with Star Wars writing and Marvel's writing right now. No originals. Lazy. So, this is what they have to do. Put this in the game. Put this in the game, 100%. And all proceeds of this go straight to the artist that you fucking took it from. Okay? No. All of it. No, no. Sue. Have no, him no. sue him. That's just it. No, no. He'll make more money off of this because they would make no money. Put it in the store. Ha sue them that they have to put it in the store. Right? Compensation. You have to put it in the store. And then the people that would rally behind this and pay knowing that they're not making one cent off of this and it's all oh, no, going to making, the artist. Oh, no. They'll be making a cent, bro. If they oh, found I know. A way to but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is they should just, hey, uh, we stole your shit. All right, we're going to put it in the store, and all the money goes to you because we stole it. That's, that should be court law. But you plagiarized from this not, dude. That's not good business, bro. I'm not going to put it in the store if I can't make money off of it. That makes no sense. He can sue. He can, he can sue 100%. They, they had an intent to put it out. They put a promotional thing out. They were going to put it out. Regardless if it made it into the game or not, they have right to sue Activision, and they'll win 100%. There's no way there's not going to win. There's a little dog head on top of a character, okay? A dog head on top of the character. There's no way in hell that they would get away with it and go, a yeah, really I don't see good, the difference. A really good lawyer will tell him that it's a Malmut and not a Husky. Right. And he'll get off. <laughs> and he'll get off. <laughs> and he'll get off. That's what it'll be. Well, you see. Your Honor, Your Honor, the, the, the dog that was drawn by the artist yeah. was a Malmut, and it's obvious <laughs> that the claimant who thinks that it's his own work, is a high Siberian husky. It's a completely different dog. Right. They'll just pay him in game currency. That's right, Bacon. They'll just pay him off in whatever the currency is for Activision's Warzone. That's exactly okay. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's your V-Bucks for your, for your lawsuit. <laughs> joke. So Incredible. Dumb. Incredible. Can't make this shit it's up. So, it's Here so it's so lazy. War bucks, yeah, the war bucks. It's so lazy. It's it's more it's more idi idiocy than lazy because the fact that you are lazy enough to steal it and think that no one would know. Yeah, no one would know. This is not 1985, bro. Everything <laughs> is on the internet. Everything. What do you mean? No, I didn't steal that from you, bro. I got it from the internet from from user one two 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 three four five. Oh wait, one two two three. three Four or five is you? Oh, dude, I didn't know. How many? I didn't how know. many dog <laughs> dog warriors are walking around with that same weapon? Like, come on, man! Yeah. God, you are lazy. Here, speaking speaking of uh, speaking of plagiarism. Hold on, I got another one for you. Okay, so it's a wild that mobile game ripoffs this bad are allowed to exist. Okay, so Chad, I'm gonna put this up uh, up here for you. Who does this look like? And what game does this look like it's from? That's easy. That's Wonder Woman. That's, that is Wonder Woman, Sarge. You are absolutely correct. Yeah, that's Wonder Woman. I, I'll recognize her anywhere. From, from what game, Sarge? <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman is from Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. know that. So, you know that. That's right. Witcher. Okay. Witcher. Okay. That's right. It's the main actor. And not only does it look like Witcher, but it looks like Henry Cavill. From the Witcher show, okay? 
it's <laughs> okay. So the uh, it says uh, oh neat a new Witcher mobile game. That's only the uh, the only thing. It's a it's a cool piece of Geralt's art I spotted on Reddit this morning. Uh, could be in indicated. The logo says it's called Rise of Kings, and apparently it's available on the App Store everywhere. It wasn't until scrolling down that I realized I wasn't I wasn't looking at yet another trashy mobile game, but a blatant ripoff of people's artwork. The uh, the offending artwork was clearly taking creative liberties with the design of Geralt, okay, mimicking actual art from The Witcher 3 while using the armor from Netflix series. Dare I say the swordsman's face is even meant to mimic the impeccable Henry Cavill, a slight that PC gamers cannot abide by. The Geralt uh, of Riverboat ad is apparently promoting Rise of Kings update that's been out for months, but only recently caught the eye of our gaming com uh, commentators on uh, having a laugh at the ad's expense with some quality zingers, including everybody's favorite card game. You were. <laughs> that a Gwent. Uh, so I think the Witcher rip uh, ripped this game off, said uh, Crazy Scape. Mobile ripoffs are so common at this point that it feels like a better use of their time to simply laugh them off and then complain about them in the internet void. That said, if you allow me to anoint an uh, already known problem outside of my control, this is absurd that these ripoffs continue to make money and on major app stores. These people need to sue. They need to sue because these, these things have been out for months, right? And they're just making money off of other people's artwork and yes. other people's games. Yes. This is where they yes. need to sue, right here. This is This is what they need to sue about. Yes. So yeah, this is this is Witcher, but not Witcher. It's a game uh, that's uh, blatantly ripping them off, and they'll be like, "Oh no!" And then they'll change it and be like, "They'll just draw something else up, right?" But they should they should be sued for this. Okay, this is just the same thing, and I I, I wholeheartedly believe this. This is the same thing as doing death threats to somebody. It's an anonymous person doing something, and they think they can get away with it. Okay, this is a person that's anonymous that made this artwork that thought that they could get away with it and just because the internet now found it they need to be they need to be uh sued if the to, game to completely get destroyed if the game if the game is sold in the country where the artist is and it's stolen art sued sued to oblivion of course it'd be a lot harder if it was the game was only sold in china and the guy was an american right. you never knew it you never knew about it right but once you know about it it's fair game well if if this game is made in asia in one of the Asian countries, and they can't get sued, well, then they need to hold people accountable on what service it's on. If it's on the iOS system, it's an American company, and they're not vetting games that come into their thing and not checking stuff. They need and you to sue them too. They either need to get a division to look at games before they go, yeah, yeah, you can come under our, our, our app store, or they get sued as well because you are promoting other people's work that they're not getting credit for. Copyright is copyright, right? Plagiarism is plagiarism. Okay, these companies, the reason I use these terms is because in America, these are things that are actual law. Okay, and the companies that are distributing this stuff so people can buy it off Android and off of iOS are both American California companies. Okay, so these people either need to stop with these apps coming into their store or they get sued as well, in my opinion. All right, so there you go. It's, it's, it's so incredibly late. All right, so Activision Blizzard loses millions of players, but adds 25% more developers year over year. So they've had a, a complete decline, okay, uh, year over year now that they're losing. They're losing people. Uh, but who, yet, who, who's Activision, losing? Activision. 
right? Their games are losing uh, concurrent they were, players. They were they were hemorrhaging before they got bought out. People were walking away. Whole right. teams of people but, were leaving. But they're spending more money to bring twenty five percent more more deve developers in. Okay, so. Yeah, well. I'll, I'll just read the first part here. It says, during the last earnings call, Activision Blizzard revealed that the mostly uh, monthly active users categorized as anyone who accesses one of the games in their time frame fell from $372 million, uh, 372 million players at the end of March of 2022 to 361 million. So they lost about 9 million or 11 million uh, at the end of June. Uh, this drop continues in the publisher downward trend as the number of monthly active users on June 30th uh, last year was 408 million. So they went from 408 million this June, they went to 361. So they lost about 50, 59 million or something like that. It's a lot of people, man. Yeah, it's a lot of people. So, but yet they're still hiring more people to, to put, uh, grow their developers by 25%. So off of that, Blizzard reportedly cans WoW spinoff MMO. Okay. That's a joke, right? That spent three years in development. Okay. That's a joke, right? No, oh, according to a report, that's a, that's a troll. That's a troll article. The, the spinoff, apparently referred to as Neptune, was intended for to be a mobile World of Warcraft MMO set to be in different time periods in the main game. NetEase apparently had the the team of over a hundred people working on the title, as reportedly been dis disbanded, uh, with only some of those uh, retaining roles at the company. Bloomberg reported puts a cancellation down to the a dispute between Blizzard and NetEase over terms, increasingly enough, uh, rather than concerns over the product's quality. Uh, so. Blizzard is building mobile uh, uh, momentum right now, thanks to Diablo Immortal, which has been hugely successful despite the controversy over the microtransactions. Uh, so the partnership between Blizzard and NetEase goes way back to 2008. The Chinese company has also, for example, been operating WoW in China since 2009. NetEase uh, was published all over Blizzard games released in China and was parented with the development and heavily involved in the stuff like Overwatch League and was also in state current of the champs. So given such long-standing intertwined relationship, apparently the cancellation of Neptune seems unlikely to be the beginning of a major rift, not at least because Blizzard's arguably needs NetEase more than they ever needed in China. So <clears throat> if you remember, they tried to get into the China for the longest time, and then they finally got in. So now this MMO version of uh, World of Warcraft wasn't supposed to come out on PC, so it wasn't competing or splitting up the player base. They were just trying to make a World of Warcraft mobile uh, to compete and get more people to come in underneath their uh, their brand. Right, because if you weren't playing World of Warcraft, this is the game you would play. Right, right. Yeah. Mobile, mobile gaming, mobile gaming. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got about a half hour left. We're, we're pushing down here. Let me see if I have... Okay, so the video game industry, it says, has a COVID hangover. The video game industry is suffering from COVID hangover, even bottle... Uh, uh, and, and bacon and eggs and cheese can't fix. After explosive growth throughout the pandemic, game sales are finally plummeting back to earth. Both Microsoft and Sony, uh, two of the world's leading game companies, revealed this week that the game divisions saw a year-over-year... -year... Oh, we already read this. It's almost the same thing. We're going to skip this. This is almost the same thing, but just worded differently. Uh, one more Blizzard story. Blizzard wants to know how much people would pay for Overwatch skins. Uh, so... Uh, Overwatch 2 will carry over from the co cosmetics from the original game, but will drop randomized loot boxes for in-game store and battle passes. Blizzard hasn't officially announced how any of that will work, except that the new cosmetics will be available, including weapon charms, banners, emotes, customization, myth mythic skins. Mythic skins allow to customize individual parts of your hero's skin. Blizzard showed a concept art 
of uh, of Genji Mythic skin uh, during during the stream in June and said you can change the colors of his armor, eye glow, mask, tattoo, weapons, things you can't change in any currently available skin. According to the figures suggested in recent survey, Mythic skins would cost as much as forty four dollars and ninety nine cents. Or as little as $29.99. I'm going to stop right there, Sarge. What do you think? Because I've, I've heard people I've heard people say that Marvel's Avengers, I, I don't buy cosmetics like this. So I heard people say that like $14.99 is too expensive for Marvel's Avengers. And people defended saying, well, that's not a lot because 2K21 basketball, you're spending like $90 for certain things. And then Overwatch is spending $45. And Marvel Future Revolution, the mobile game, was asking for $40. And, and so on and so forth, right? You have all these things. So do you think the problem is someone going, ah, it's not a big deal, $45? Or do you think this is a major problem? Because a game costs 60 or 70 now, and one skin now costs half of what the game costs. Yeah, but they're they're not looking at it that way. See, that that's that's the issue that. Well, no, people uh, with common I'll, sense look at it that way. No, businesses don't look at it that way. No, I said people look at it that way. The whole skin, the whole skin game, okay, is not for the normal player, right? There are people that make over six figures who love video games and just like to play what they like to play and spend what they like to spend because they don't care. They have the money to burn. The gaming industry found out that there's a demographic of people who have a lot of money, who play video games, and are willing to spend money. That's what this is for. And it's not for the what you and I would call the normal gamer. Like a guy who grew up playing video games, you bought a game, you played a game, that's it. That's not what this is. They found money left. Listen, they found money left on the table, period. Right. They found a, They found the demographic. They know exactly who they're marketing to. They've been building this up now for the last two years. COVID just made it more come out more because more people are playing video games and they found out who has a disposable income because when those people weren't actually allowed to go outside and the only fun they had was in the house, right, they right. had to find a way to lock them down. So they created a bunch of mobile games, crazy psychotic gambling games, whatever came up, manipulation games, anything to keep those people in their industry as opposed to them once COVID was over and they went back out into the world and spent money on the things that they normally spent it on, they grabbed that percentage of people and made them play stuff in the house for two years and now they have a population base. That shit ain't for you, man. You right. don't make enough money to piss away $40 on a skin. Yeah, one skin, right? Rebsy uh, says, start high and walk it back and originally wanted to. Let's say they wanted a $15 skin or they started at 20 and then walk it back to 15 and get, you know, people excited for it. Uh, Wolverine says, the franchise died with Jeff Kaplan exit. I agree. I agree. Uh, and then George says, uh, we just don't know how many of them exist, but they're trying to find out. Hence why they're asking people, uh, would you pay $45? Would you pay $45 yeah. for a skin? Yeah. That's 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 what's going on. Listen, as soon as the suits took over, you you have to remember there was a switch. If I if I do enough research, I'll figure out the year that it actually happened. It happened slowly, but once the suits figured out the possibility of profit in the video game industry, they started migrating over and taking over leadership positions in these companies, CEO, CFO, whatever, whatever you want to call it. As soon as they, nobody gave a shit about gaming in 2000. Okay. 
Right. No one gave a shit. Xbox, Microsoft's like, why are you making a why are you making a console? Why does anyone care? It's nobody gave a shit. Only the nerds cared about video games. But as soon as they figured out the potential of who was playing video games and everybody born after 2000 was playing video games as soon as possible, their heads exploded, right? They sat around in the room and they went, I can't believe that we're not involved in this. Look how much money we could be making. Why would I want to get involved in processors, oil, cars, groceries, lumber? Why would I do any of that stuff when I can go over here, make no product at all, <laughs> digital, work a bunch of people to the bone, charge them 80 grand a year to work and then charge everybody else a thousand dollars a month to play my video game. It's genius. Genius, right? You, you saw the switch over, man. You saw the difference between the way video games were made and how companies talked about it yep. and how people were selling video games. Yep. And then all of a sudden it just turned fucking evil, bro. Just straight up evil. Big. Sell at whatever you could. Bacon in chat says, uh, soon we'll get to the point where we'll, we'll be able to tell who the casuals are because they'll still have the base skin. That's right. That happens now. If you go, go into a Fortnite game, go into a Battle Royale Fortnite game with last season's skin. Okay. They make fun of you. And they'll they come up to you, you and start hitting you with the hammers and they'll, they'll message you, get a job, you loser. Right? Like, right. <laughs> right. That's what, that's what kids are doing to other kids. Yeah. They yeah, make fun of them because they don't. That's right. Just like in school, because you wore funny clothes. Right. They're making fun of the kid now right. who wears the wrong you gotta, skin. You gotta, it's the same shit. It's keep just up. now digital. You got to keep up with the Joneses, right? That's it. Uh, Sad. George bro. says, did you, did you guys see that the guy that spent $100,000 on Diablo has no qualms about spending? All he cares about is the devs fix the game. Yeah. Did you also Doesn't watch? Care. Did you also watch that? Uh, he he's spending uh, he spent a hundred thousand dollars in the game and he can't play the game right now because he can't, nobody can match with him. He can't, he can't match, match. with anybody because he's the strongest in the game. So the game's yeah. just broke for him. Yeah, he can't play anybody. <laughs> right, he can't imagine play with, so spending a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> on a game that you can't play because he can't match make with anybody. Yeah, exactly. And then he's thinking about getting a refund. He's gonna get a refund. Because he can't play. It's fucking retarded. It's that's it's it's so stupid. It's so stupid. How do you you're you're paying a hundred thousand dollars? That's a first world problem, bro. And you can't play the game because no one's as powerful as you. That that is the king of the first that's, world problem that's right there. The complete opposite of someone that's looking for a matchmate because they're too low and no one wants to play with them. Right? They get into a match like I'm not playing with this level one. Yeah, he's upset because he can't play anybody with his hundred thousand dollars. Right. Think. Think of the money you make that you don't give a shit about $100,000. Think about that. Think about it that you can spend $100,000 and not give a shit. I would love to, and I'm not making fun of the guy, I don't know, but spending $100,000, you do what you want with your money, but I would love to see what's behind his green. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I guarantee you that his house is not a hundred, like, not a million dollar home, or he's not driving fancy cars. He's probably got like McDonald's built up behind his green. Stuff like that. Uh, it's all it's it's all proportionate. Yeah, he, he's not a crackhead. If it was a crackhead, he would have sold his computer. He's not a crackhead. You have, you have to remember, if you're spending that kind of money on entertainment, your number is real big, bro. You really big, like what really you, big. What are you doing? He must be. He must have some job that he doesn't actually have to show up because he's just making constant have money a, he for he him. He don't. He don't have a job. That's what, where's he getting the money yeah, from? He. he, he he has money. He does something for money, but he right. don't have a job. No, no, like no. What I'm saying job. is, yeah, no. He owns something. He's making some income somewhere. 
to sit and play games like that, to spend that amount of money, he's got to be having it. I mean, I don't know. Is he a big streamer? I don't know. I, whatever. I, How far does $100,000 go? I, I, can invade I, his Tiger Woods I agree. Style? I agree. If you have the money, I have agree. I agree that if you have the money, it's your different tax bracket. You're gonna be, you're gonna spend how you how you want to spend the money on. Everybody goes through the same thing. If you moved, if you yourself moved into a different tax bracket, you would spend money differently. Everybody does it. Sure. Right. Sure. Right. Everybody does it. But the fact that he spent so much money that nobody matches with him. If I spent a hundred thousand dollars on a goddamn video game, I would never stop playing that video game. I. Think about oh, that. Stop. I'm a dollar. No, no. I am a dollar an hour guy, right? Like I, I use my, I pay a sixty dollar game. I'm, like, I'm gonna get sixty hours out of this. If I paid a hundred thousand dollars, I, I can't even get that money out of Destiny, and I played that for thousands of hours. Okay, it's it's mental. I rather play for a hundred thousand hours. The, the 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 way it was spoken about though made me laugh. Like the the conversation was like it was a normal conversation. Like you were talking about how you went to work one day and somebody put, you know, uh, a bra in the coffee filter instead of a coffee filter because they were out of coffee filters. It was that kind of story. It was like, no big deal. Like paper towel, bra in the coffee. We, we needed coffee. Like I spent $100,000 on a video game and can't match make with anybody. Like that's a real story. I would have to play every day for 11 years. Every day, 24-7 for 11 years to make that money back as a dollar an hour. Get my money's worth. I'm good. I'm good. You'll never see me spend <laughs> that on a video I'll, game. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'll start I, a business I, I, for $100,000. I'll be honest with you. If I was the guy, I'd ask for a refund. Fuck yeah. I'd ask for a refund. Your game doesn't work. You, you, you don't allow me to play. I'm in, I'm in a part of the game that nobody else is playing. They'll because just give me his money back in currency in the game, like V-Bucks. That's all. Here's hundred thousand dollars. It's not. It's not Earth anymore, George. I got news for you. How do we get more of these people? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's freaking retarded. All right. Uh, next story. Halo Infinite was scaled back significantly from the original ambitious. Uh, ambitious uh, says uh, Joe Stanton. Joe Stanton. 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 Uh, it turns out that once upon a time, Halo Infinite did have a much grander scale in mind, but it was also slowly simmed down and down over time, and the open world shrunk. Many campaign segments were kept linear. The biome remained un un uh, uh, uniform okay, or uninformed. Uh, this is some kind of insider talking about the rough development of 343's Joe Staten being upfront about how much the game had uh, been scaled back over time, both before he joined the project and after, speaking the game's maker notebook podcast. Uh, he had a lot to say about the game's cut over time. Quote, the team went through the iteration, no scope, and biome very before I joined. Even after I joined the team, we had to make choices that were scaled back. Well, we didn't end up cutting uh, that much ultimately from the open world, but no, from the original design, there was pretty significant scale back of what we, the team had hoped at one point that they would, could deliver. We also knew that we, uh, we needed to truly deliver a quality experience and scope over ambitious to make sure that the stuff that we had did tip expectations. Uh, well, you didn't. They, they took stuff back, and they said quality. Well, they didn't put in co-op. They didn't put in the forge mode. They, they, things were broke. Things are still broke, right? They didn't know what to do with the battle pass and how the experience was working. So obviously, doing all of these things didn't really help much because you still let a game out, and we're almost nine months now 
right? Well, nine months from launch, uh, almost two years uh, since it was supposed to launch, right? So this is just fun. What do you think about this, Sarge, as far as the scale back? I mean, it, it, it makes I don't, sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think about uh, Halo at all anymore, right? It, think about it. If, if I believe <clears throat> what they're saying, if I wholeheartedly believe in what they're saying, and you scaled it back, and yet you still delayed it a year, Right, like you you scaled it back. It was too ambitious. A game that's been out for twenty years, you got too ambitious about, and you had to scale back, and it was delayed a year. Like I don't, there's certain types of math that just don't add up, right? The rules are pretty simple. The IP has been out since two thousand. Okay, the IP has been out since two thousand. Yep, it's twenty two years old. The company that made the game well, it came out 2000, yeah, it, twenty years old. Anyway, yeah, the game, ahead. the people that the people that made the game still exist. The people are still out there that you can call on the phone and talk to them about their game and their engine, whatever else. When you were designing it, when you took over the torch of Halo, right? It's not like you you birthed Halo right. from scratch. Right. You took it over from somebody else, right? And so you decided to go off on your own little off road adventure with it and couldn't cut it. And then you decided you were going to release it in any condition that we had because it had to come out because look at all the ducks that they lined up. It's come all out. The, all, it's all not the gonna ducks make, lined it's up. It's not going to make or break new, the franchise. New, new system coming out. Yep. We had to make sure it was an, day one with the system. We wanted it to sell with the system. It was meant to be the next coming of Halo with a new system. That's what it was supposed to be, right? What did they do for five years? Right. Right? What did they do for five years? Right? If the game, if the game couldn't be the full open world that they wanted to, then at least the bare minimum, the bare minimum, they could have done the same thing that Destiny did with their open world version. Right? Yep. The same thing. I, I think that's what this they wanted Halo to do. Halo version of that. That's what they should have done. I think that's what right? they wanted to do. Well, whatever they wanted to do, they couldn't figure it out in time. Right. And so now you have an incomplete half-assed game with games as service features. Yeah. I don't care, man. It's not, it's not a complete game. I'm mm. glad everyone's having fun, but I'm pretty sure everybody can just load up the last Halo that they had and play multiplayer. Yeah. Yep. With Forge. With Forge. Right, with Forge and co-op. With Forge. Yeah. So I don't understand what what is it I'm what is it I'm not buying, right? I'm not spending any time in it because even though it's on Game Pass, I don't give a shit. I don't want it on my hard drive. I don't care. All right. The next story. The next story is uh, uh, Tencent. We're thrilled to announce an official partnership. Uh, 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 The official partnership with Tencent to bring a cloud gaming handheld market later this year that will support multiple cloud gaming services. Be the first to learn about the registration development update of Tencent Games and Logitech. Uh, that's that's option one from Tencent. Okay, uh, so they're coming out with a handheld, uh, handheld game to go up against Steam Deck and you know anything else that's uh, coming out. So there's that. And then Tencent makes Mega Bucks offer to buy majority stake in Ubisoft. Okay, so I knew it. So Tencent, China's it. largest tech company and absolute gaming behemoth, has its sights. Set on Ubisoft, Tencent already has a 5% stake in Ubisoft acquiring in 2018, and apparently it's looking to gobble up some of the 16% stake held 
uh, by the family who co-founded and still runs the business, who said, Sarge, that he didn't want to sell the business. They want to sell it. We're going to fix the company. That's right. Tencent's goal is to become the single largest shareholder in in the publisher. Now, Ubisoft is currently valued around $5.3 billion, and Tencent is looking to buy at the price of $101.84 per share. In 2018, stake was bought as roughly as $67 per share. Uh, This is a massive offer. Uh, Ubisoft's stock price has averaged around $45 per share so far this year. And while it's the highest ever, valuation was around $110 in 2018. 80% of Ubisoft is publicly owned, and Tencent is also looking to acquire shares from elsewhere, as well as the as the uh, the fam- families uh, with offer price like that is probably won't be hard. Uh, so Ubisoft shares went up 15% following the uh, recruiter's report. Uh, of Tencent would certainly show up the shareholders like sound of money. While uh, Gilmonte, a family company which holds the, the shares, also rose 7% in value. It's unclear how far along any project deal is, is and says no deal is finalized, though. Tencent executives met with uh, the family in May and have submitted an offer with the company's high price, which is funny. They met in May, Sarge. When did he make that quote that that he didn't want to sell? That was after May, wasn't it? Sure was. Yeah, I, I- now what, bro? I, you already know what I'm about to say, so I don't even bother saying it anymore. So, Ubisoft up for sale. Now, I thought I thought Ubisoft was going to go to Microsoft. I thought, and I guess it still can. You want to know? You want to know? Here's the, here's the power play. Right? Follow follow the money. Ready? Ubisoft says out loud multiple times that they're going to restructure their company, right. And all their games are going to be live service. Yep. What they said right. Yep. They want all their games to be open world live service. Yep. Right. Tencent says, Tencent sees that as what a great monetary value. If everything they do is live service, they can microtransaction everything and everybody, every game that they have. So it's worthwhile in our market. I'm not sure about the West, but in their market, that's right up their alley. Now all I have to do is make that into a mobile version and they're home free. Right. My guess is, if they hit his number, he don't give a shit about his family anymore. I got oh, news for not. you. He's he's stressing out because it's something that he built from scratch and the company's been going wrong. And so he decided to step on the soapbox and scream out that I'm not going to sell my company. We're going to fix the company. We're going to turn it around. Meanwhile, Tencent's going to come in there and show him the money and tell him what this company is worth. And then he's going to have second thoughts about actually turning around the company more. Too old, too tired, don't care. Give me my check and have a nice day. Tencent, enjoy the company. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. George says, didn't didn't Ubi say that because the uh, Tencent was already already interested? No, there was other people interested. There, were, there was rumors of other people that wanted to buy. There was someone was up and they said Ubisoft's up for sale. And then he came out and said, no, we're not up for sale. We're not selling. He wants to fix it. It's what he said. This is like two months ago. I, I think about two months ago. So I'm not sure if it was because of Tencent or just other 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 things. Uh, EA CEO responds to acquisition rumors. We couldn't be in a stronger position as we standalone companies. So EA, uh, through EA, has repeatedly declined the comment to rumors of speculation that CEO Andrew Wilson did answer a question on the subject of acquisition during the quarter one call, uh, reiterating that he didn't think that the publisher could or that the publisher could be in a stronger position than the standalone company at this moment. Uh, Our objective is always to take care of the people, our players and our shareholders. And it continued. Uh, should there ever be a way for us to do that differently than there's a way to doing it today? And of course, I have to open up uh, open to that. But I wouldn't tell you uh, today we feel very confident and exciting for the future. 
Now, off of that, Sarge, I'm going to go with this. EA stresses importance of single-player games. EA believes that single-player titles are really, really important part of publishing overall portfolio as it continues to deliver new games. Well, who's speaking am right I, now? Am I dreaming? Who's speaking right now? Am I dreaming? Isn't this the Who same company, Sarge, that said they don't believe in single-player games and they literally got rid of single-player inside of Battlefield? I, I, I don't even hear it anymore, man. The, the hypocrites, the hypocrites, I don't even hear them anymore. I can't believe they, th they think I'm that stupid. They think I forgot about what they said. Like, I, like whatever the next thing is, what did EA say? What did they say? I don't remember last year. What did they say now? Like, they think that we don't care. We don't, we don't remember shit. We have all goldfish brains. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. One, in one hand, they're like, we believe that single-player games are the downfall of video game industry and nobody wants to play them. Then they're like, eh, single-player games are all right. And they're like, we love single-player games. Single-player games, we've always thought single-player games are the best, and we're moving forward because that's what people think of them. It's like, what? Stop. You, you're now doing this because of EA, of Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order literally came out right after you said that we don't like single-player games, and single-player game came out, and you're like, hey, wow, it did really good. Imagine that. Single-player games actually did really good. Can't listen to it anymore, man. Android Wilson, okay? Obviously, he'd rather put Madden out there. That's broke, buggy, unfinished, buggy mess. Same game all the time where you can get microtransactions and ultimate cards from here to kingdom come, okay? Instead of putting $100 million into a video game and then playing single-player and only selling 5 million copies, right? 10 million copies. Only, right? only. Only, right. Morals, not here at EA. That's right. <laughs> Morals, it's not at the game. I can't. I can't listen to it anymore, man. It, it's it's such double speak. It's it's such a blatant lie, and they don't even wait a full year. Like they just double talk themselves, and whatever the next thing they say, they think that's what everyone locks onto. They can go fuck themselves. Here, here. Andrew Wilson went on to say that EA is considering two things in regards to the portfolio. One is how can we tell incredible stories? And two, how can we build tremendous online communities? He talks about how the amount of time spent with EA's network and within the games is vital to the meets new conditions, eventually confirming that single-player titles are really, really important part of EA. Like, you literally took out the single-player campaign in Battlefield because you said nobody wants to play it. I don't want to play it. Nobody wanted to play it. And then they had a shitty game. Yeah, I baffled. I'm baffled. Well, because Baffling. the original reason, because the listen, Mike, the original reason they took it out is because it costs money to pay guys to put a to put a single player thing in the game. Right. I want to cut. I want to cut corners so I can make more money. It's not about the game. It's never been about the game. It stopped being about the game about ten years ago. Right. Right? The only reason why a single player wasn't in there is because it was the cut production time so they could release the game on the time schedule that they wanted. That's it. Right? If I can release a game every year, because Call of Duty releases it every year. Yeah. If I can, I have to make sure that That's my Activision. game comes out. That's Activision. Right. I, but they are, they're in competition with one another. If you. they got one, they have to have one. That's how it worked. That's how it worked. So, switching 
to Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights developer. I I'm, I don't know about this game, Sarge. I'm I'm gonna get it because it's a, a comic book game, but I, I don't I don't know about it. They had two worst showings ever. They showed the the before I even get to the story, they showed the tutorial of Gotham Knights, and I was like, this is the most boring looking game I've ever seen in my entire life at this moment. Right? I was like, what is it? What are we doing? Like walking methodically slow around, looking like they walk. Yeah. Because you're not, because you're not thinking like yeah, a developer. No, I think like developers a gamer. want you yeah. to look at their game. That's yeah, great. Look, look at what yeah, I drew. I want, I want to look at your look game. At what I, look I want to look I at your game. Show me what the actual game I is. Know. Yeah. Okay. So that, and then they showed the skins that you could get in the game, which is. I'm sure. I'm sure that was priority number one. <laughs> it was. They showed twenty. Let you skins. know about the skins. The skins. So Gotham Knights developer believed killing Batman was a good idea. Okay, so the team of WB Games Montreal explained why Batman's presence in Gotham Knights would have only served to hinder its other characters. It's uh, it's hard to imagine Gotham City without Batman in it, but it's exactly what the team working on Gotham Knights has done, creating a version of the famed fictional city without the Cape Crusader. Gotham Knights will be instead focused on Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, and Robin. As they fight to protect Gotham from various spreading throughout the, the city, Gotham Knights' decision to kill off Batman is certainly a bold one, and the team in WB Games Montreal has recently explained why the Gotham is uh, is this way, uh, not the protector. Skipping an interview with Games Radar, executive producer Gotham Knights, Flurry Martin, uh, stated that Batman just takes up all the space. He takes all the air out of the room, implying that with Batman in the game, a lot of players would have found it to be about him rather than the success taking over the role. That's just bad that's storytelling. Not, that's, that's not what it is. That's just bad storytelling. That's not what it is. Jerry Young built a uh, built on the point by saying that Batman's absence from Gotham City really drives the playable characters and their various points of which finds themselves asking if Batman were here, I think this is how he'll handle it. Young began, uh, uh, Young began, but they don't have him, and so they have to figure it out on how they do it their own way. And what's here is a lot of interesting in drive uh, where the drive lies. It seems that WB Montreal believes that killing off Batman is the best decision that Gotham Knights. Uh, it will give the other characters some time to shine and the event to to bind them as a group. But the story Gotham Knights will focus on is more than just the state of the characters following Batman's death, as it stated. It also has a plot revolving around Gotham under the threat from the various uh, also uh, from a virus. Sorry, and it seems that the villains behind this virus will be the uh, Court of Owls. So what do you think, Sarge, about I think I think that's a cop-out, to be honest with you. I think that's bad storytelling, because I think if you have Batman there, okay, you could have the character, other characters be just as strong as well. Like, you don't have to make them complete idiots. And obviously, if Batman trained these people, that means because he's dead, you, what do you think? Oh, can Batgirl do it? I don't know. Can Robin do it? I don't, I don't know. Batman's not here. You got to hold my hand. No, these are superheroes. People that follow the, the the lore and stuff, they know that these guys are very capable of doing all of these things. Go ahead, Sarge. First of all, Batgirl and Robin know exactly how to handle any situation exactly. in Gotham because they've been around Batman for X number of years. You cannot mix the conversation between the three heads of the game. You have the suits, you have the marketing team, and you have the developers. Okay? Pick one. Right. Pick one. Oh, you want me pick to pick one. one? Yeah, pick one. Marketing team. Okay, the marketing team is trying to get that game in your house as soon as possible. They have to make everything look badass. Everything has to look like a comic book, really cool, hip for the kids, and out. The suits got rid of Batman because I can't sell skins for just Batman when I can sell skins for four characters. 
well, instead of well, one on. character. I know you're about to go on a rant. They said that the no. skins. They said the skins are not microtransactions. You can earn them all in the game. Whatever you say. I'm just telling you what they told us. What I I believe that pigs are flying soon. <laughs> pigs are flying soon. I believe that. Uh. I believe that. If you're trying to make a DC game in 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 Gotham, okay? If you're trying to make a DC game in Gotham, then just do that. Stop trying to make the game multiple types of games right and pick pick one right if it's gonna be a walk around the level punching people as a different character with different move sets then you're avengers if it's gonna be a driving game where i'm driving through a set narrow map because the world's not really open then you're that type of game you're like a halo right or like a destiny you're, you're I, I, the world's open but only so big on so many sides you got to pick. You got to pick what you are. I can guarantee you they don't know what they are. All they want is a superhero game. I, the, the mission is release superhero games as fast as possible for as long as we can because superheroes are hot right now and we got to sell as much superhero stuff as possible. That's the goal. Right? Right. How many superhero games have you seen now? How many? I mean, I like them all. I mean, I I, I like superhero games. I, I I either rented them or bought them or played them. I played all the Spider Man. I played the Hulk one. I played uh, what's it called? I, uh, Dare, I get uh, it, man. Deadpool. Uh, I, I'm gonna buy Wolverine. I'm gonna get the next Spider Man game. Batman was one of the best superhero games ever created, right? Here, here's what I think. One water kind of said it. He'll probably appear at the end of the game to fight the Court of Owls. I don't think he'll fight the Court of Owls. I think at the end of this game. You'll find out that Bruce is alive. I can't imagine because hear me out. If this game is successful and sells a shit ton of copies and is very good, good story and whatnot, they want a sequel. Okay. And leaving it open ended is Batman still alive. Maybe they have to find Batman, but I like what Bacon said. Couldn't he, why does he have to be dead? Why can't he just go on holiday? That's what they did with, with Spider-Man, which Krebsy brings the up fight, in Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Peter went on vacation and, and Miles Morales to take over the city. Why couldn't they just do that? The fighting has to be on par. We have played the Spider-Man game and the Batman Arkham Asylum games and how you fight as a superhero, even though he has not superpowers, you're a dude in a suit with gadgets. The way that the combat system is immersive. Guys come at you multiple times. You got to be able to block one, stun, go to the next guy, it's a very intuitive combat system. If it's just another push the button and smack a guys around, then how enthralling can it be? When you make a game, once again, once you make a game like Batman or the Spider-Man game and you've risen, and you risen, raise the bar, once you've done that, you can't go backwards, right? This is their problem. They try to pump out a game in a certain amount of time, but they don't want to innovate or kind of expand on what they did in the past. They just want that game to exist as just one item on a shelf, and you're supposed to be looking around the shopping center for other games on the shelves. Meanwhile, once you set a precedent like that with intuitive combat system where I'm fighting multiple guys, and I actually feel like I'm blocking and stopping guys and throwing them, like once you have that kind of system, I, you, I just can't be there. Pop, 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 pop. That's all I'm doing. Like, right. this is this is what I'm doing. I could be looking someplace else. Doesn't matter. Hey, hey, what are you guys doing? Order a pizza. 
I, I, I don't have to look at the screen. I can just keep hitting the buttons. Like it, it's not the same, right? right? You're just trying to make a superhero game, right? However, if you would build on Batman Arkham Asylum and just switch to a different character, hey, different city, I'm Superman. Well, different city. Right. Hey, I'm Wonder Woman. Yeah. Different city. Well, there's a Wonder and Woman game after, as well. Right. And then after you release each game of each superhero, then you do the Hall of Justice, and now you have all of the characters together. Cre- That's how you build Krebsy, IP. Krebsy's been talking about that type of stuff for Marvel for, for a year, over I, a year. I, I'm telling you, man, I don't understand their, what. how hard is it? If you want to make, listen, if you want to build up comic book games like Marvel did for movies, during the phase one and phase two, if you wanted to do that uh, with video games, this. yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Well, you were, you were, you, they were going down that direction. They had the Batman games. Great. The Wonder Woman game I heard was coming out. And for God's sakes, will someone, somebody come up with a Superman game? Please. Yeah, well, anybody come I, out with the, with the hardware we have now and the graphics that we have now. Can someone please make a super Superman? I, I, game? I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're going to come out. The Superman game is going to be hard to do, just because Superman. You have to make everyone can't be Earthbound. It has to be. We've talked about this many times. It would be a hard. You have to make him the young. And he builds up his powers, or you have to bring in people that are from alien planets, like going against his own kind. Or yeah, something. that's end game. Yeah. yeah, that's end game. Once you learn to use all your powers and do the Superman RPG version, then you get to kick ass. So okay, do you remember? Do you remember when you played? Uh, I, I forget which which. Uh, I'm gonna get the name wrong. It's the, it's the one where it's a Star Wars game where you're the dark dark lighter and you and you you brought down the star destroyer onto the planet. You remember oh, uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Star uh, Star Killer, right? But I don't remember what. Oh, I don't remember uh, the name of the game. I don't remember the name, which Star Wars. Chat, Chad will come up with it. They'll, they'll come up with it. So I feel, I feel picture. So picture near end game of Superman. He was right? Darth Vader's apprentice. I forget what it is. Yeah, yeah. Almost the same kind of premise. Force Unleashed. Thank you, Stealth. Right? Almost the same kind of premise. You're Superman, right? And then you launch into the sky, and you're you're doing the move, right? And it's and, and it's not third. It, it can be third person from behind, or it could be first person, whichever you want to do. And he's like this, and the giant comet's coming down, and you have to build up enough speed and and do like a little timing game where you have to punch it just right. Kind of like how you had a punch ball bull before you knocked your ass on the ground and, and punch out like right. that kind of thing. Right. Like you got to know the exact moment, and then when you punch it, the whole meter explodes. Like you're fucking Superman. Like that's that's what you want to see. Right. That's what you want to see. I, they're brain dead, man. Well, they're brain dead. Well, I, I also think this is why Rocksteady didn't make the Batman game, and they made the Suicide Squad game, and they said that the Gotham Knights is not the same universe as Batman Arkham. And Suicide Squads is because if Batman is dead in the Gotham Knights, one to have no Batman in a Batman type of game is just dumb to me. But anyway, we'll see how the game plays. I think it'll be okay. Story, I think it'll be good, but I don't know about what the actual game is. Speaking of Batman and Gotham, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, there was a Batgirl show slash movie. It was a movie uh, that was in the works and it was supposed to come out right we saw this a, a while ago and obviously people gave shit to it because uh when they saw barbara gordon uh and they looked at her and said that's not barbara gordon because uh she's not a white girl with red hair okay that's who Batgirl is 
Uh, they were getting shit on that. Then they got shit on because of the the costume. The wig, costume. Bro. The costume. Well, wig. she is. Uh, the costume looks. It looks like a biker outfit. That's what it looks like. It looks bad. It looks like a cosplay went wrong. Okay, so that was before. Now WB has had major issues with Ezra Miller, with the Flash, with Amber Heard and Aquaman, and now this was viewed uh, by a screening, and it was so bad that they said. We're done. Just, just cut it. Now this thing cost anywhere between seventy-five million and a hundred million dollars to make. Okay, Michael Keaton was in it. Brandon Fraser was in it. J.K. Simmons was in it. Uh, they, all of these actors and actresses were in this thing. It was done. All they had to do was just fine-tune it and then put it out there. They went, no. The head of WB said, "We're done with this. We, we're only doing blockbuster stuff." Right. So he he got rid of this. The Supergirl show, not official yet, but it's going to happen. The Supergirl show is probably going to be canned, or the, the Supergirl movie is going to be uh, also canned, okay? So now people are making this a race thing, okay? There's people out there on the Twitterverse that are saying they're canceling the girl because she's the, the, the girl, uh, Batgirl, because she's diverse, right? And then they're canceling the girl from Supergirl because she's diverse. But that's not why... They're canceling. They're canceling these things because they were shit shows, okay? And the the president's like, uh, yeah, no, just get rid of this. Now people are upset because these two are being canceled. They said, what Ezra Miller is still able to to show. There's a difference between a seventy five million dollar budget and a three hundred million dollar budget for a movie. Now, obviously, to put the money back into Batgirl or Supergirl to get it back, they'll probably have to double the money, okay? Which is Across the board, so if they have to spend 150 million to 200 million dollars for Batgirl to advertise and then and put it just in the states, that's not across the seas and do advertisement and marketing for that. Okay, it's not they're not going to recoup that money back to go onto HBO Max. They're just not. Okay, they're not going to make them recoup their money on Supergirl either because the the characters are just not well known characters. Okay, now Flash, they might keep it going, but. They might also, rumor, Flash might be in the can and be done, like trash can, not in the can, like ready to come out, like in the trash can. So they might be just demolishing the whole thing. There's been reports that Aquaman... Ezra, Ezra, Ezra's like a Bobby Brown. Man. Yeah. Uh, Aquaman, this is rumors as well. Hold on. I have to do, I have to do this because we're doing rumors. I totally forgot. Sorry. Uh, here's the grain of salt. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I love that thing. So, so ba basically, Aquaman is 40% rumored. 40% of the film right now is being reshot and redone. Okay. Because of Amber. Okay. Because of Amber, because of Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was supposed to be in Aquaman. He filmed two scenes, but now they brought Ben Affleck in to refilm the scenes. And the way that was exposed was there was a tour going around the studio, and when they pulled up, Jason Momoa and Ben Affleck walked out of, of the set of Aquaman. So now everyone knows that Ben Affleck's Batman's in Aquaman, and they were keeping it secret. But yet a tour bus fucking ruined it for them, and Jason Momoa then posted it on, on, on social media, right? So there's so much craziness going on as far as WB and what they're doing. And on top of this, Sarge, on top of all of this, 
This just happened while we were while we were uh while we're doing the show one hour ago. Here's official. Now I said this yesterday. I said that HBO Max is going to be devolved, like dissolved, and they're gonna put it into Discovery, and voila. HBO Max and Discovery Plus will officially merge into one streaming service. Okay. They are literally cutting everything. So I also said, based on rumors, that that Discovery is going to be getting rid of what was the what was the total? Like 70% of their whole division. Okay. Just people are going to be losing their jobs left and right with this company. Okay. So my question is, Sarge, what what are they gonna do? Yeah, thank you, Stealth. Right. What are they gonna do with this company? Okay. As far as just let's just talk DC universe, okay? What the fuck are they gonna do with this after they they spent all this money on Flash, and Aquaman, and uh, Shazam looks like crap as well, okay? Shazam looks awful, like Helen Miram, I think is the fucking bad guy in Shazam, and I'm like, what are you doing, okay? Uh, she's the she's the villain, and then there's Black Adam coming out, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I said earlier today. I said they should just hit the reset button and start fresh with Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam and then build off of that because I don't know what the hell they're doing. What, what do you think they're going to do? When push comes to shove and you're bleeding money, if the products that have been released prior to this event have not made money, it allows heads of studio to build up credibility to say, this division's done, this division's done, this project is done, because they have enough product in the line that has lost money that now they have the right to say, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. You're... They go down the line. They'll fire entire division. All that money they save for not paying anybody gets themselves a nice little bonus. And they rehire and they start building from scratch again because they got two, they, they got big eyes and not enough writers to fill the shoes. Right. That's all it is. Right. Once we reach this critical mass point and all these shows start failing, they have just and nobody can collect shit. Right. You did shitty jobs. You're done. You're done. Right. I didn't fire you because of malice. I fired you because you did a shit job multiple times. Here's the here's the list of shit jobs you've done. I'm allowed now to fire you because you've lost the company money. Period. Period. I I predict. Let's let's see what the fuck you will be. Right. Will the firing be before Christmas or after? That'll be the tell. That'll be the tell. When does when does the studio release people before or after Christmas? That's what I want to know. That's what's gonna. That's where we are. Yeah. The chat's saying that they're still going through with Flash. There's rumors right now that say that Flash is going to be done. They they are not going to uh, and here here's the reason, uh, Batgirl has a scene. I mean, I guess they could cut it out, but Batgirl has a scene inside Flash. At the end of Flash, she was supposed to have a scene or cameo, and that's how they were going to introduce her. Well, Batgirl was supposed to come out later this year because they already postponed Flash, so now it would have thrown off something. It would have been confusing, right? And the people that screened Aquaman, they were confused why Michael Keaton was in it. They're like, I don't understand. Why is Michael Keaton's Batman in here? Where's Where's Ben Affleck? So, Wait, Michael Keaton. So Michael Michael Keaton was playing Batman. Yes, like his Batman. Yes, because uh, in the Flashpoint, 
Flash was supposed to be the first movie, and it was supposed to set up everything else. It was supposed to set up Aquaman with Michael Keaton. They basically were bringing Michael Keaton back into the uh, into his Batman, Bruce Wayne, from from the nineties. Okay, to be old Batman, and he was supposed to take the place of sort of like a Nick Fury from Marvel, right? To in the DC universe. Okay, because of the Flashpoint and, and the universes colliding or, or, or whatnot, Michael Keaton was supposed to be the Batman going forward. Okay, just as Batman, but as a as these are all. This is what the rumor mill is, okay? Like from the like from the animated series Batman Beyond. Yes, right. Like he, when when Bruce Wayne is the old version, and then he's teaching somebody new type of thing. Yeah, so he's helping Batgirl. He's helping Flash. He's helping all the people. He's that Nick Fury character. He's okay. So as as they're going through, they filmed scenes with Batgirl. They were supposed to introduce Batgirl. So Flash was supposed to come out first. Then Batgirl was supposed to come out. Then Aquaman was supposed to come out, and then they were supposed to do all of this th- this stuff. But now everything's up in the air. Mantis, you're you're speaking like are are you are you the insider? Do you know? Do you have more information than we don't? He's, exci- he's excited about it though. I like his enthusiasm because as of right now, Flash is still coming out as of June 23rd, and as of today, yes, it's official that June 23rd next year Flash is coming out. But as of right now, just as they said Batgirl was being canceled, and people said Batgirl's not being canceled. Batgirl is canceled, and they said Supergirl's being canceled. Like, There's the lie. Supergirl's not being canceled, and Supergirl is now canceled. Right now, on the chopping block is Flash, and Flash might get canceled. I'm not saying it is getting canceled, but but it might get canceled. There's a long time between now and June 23rd, and they've already delayed it twice. Let's put a poll up. Can you put a poll up? I can put a poll up. Yeah, let's, let's put a poll up. Where, where are we putting? Uh, is is Flash will Flash release in June? All right, let me let me. Uh... Well, that's a different story. Will it release in June or will it be canceled? That's that's two different things, Sarge. Well, it's, uh, I'm trying to be po- I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Will 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 All Flash right. come out in June? I just I just want to get I want to feel the room. I want to feel the room. All right, will Flash come out? Will Flash come out in June, twenty twenty three? I want to feel the room. I I think that they, if Flash comes out and they still put Ezra Miller in it, it's going to be very interesting. I think they might. I think they might reshoot Flash. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If they're, if they're doing forty percent of Aquaman right now, anything's possible. And anything's possible. You know what? Do you know what kind of balls you have to have if, to refill, if, to reshoot they, a blockbuster it, like that? I think if they reshot Flash, though, it'd be one of the most expensive movies ever made, and it wouldn't make its money back. I don't even think it's going to make its money back now. There's no way that when Flash comes out, it'll make because because of the time and the delay and the and the delay again, it's probably got to make around seven hundred million dollars, eight hundred million dollars. I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> Producer Barbara uh, on the hashtag The Flash after Batgirl was canceled. Uh, all is good on Flashland, Krebsy noted. Take with a grain of salt. Yeah, no. They can say what they want. All I'm saying is the people that are the front people that tell you that everything's fine, 
is the Le Leslie Nielsen thing. Everything's fine. Calm down as, as the house behind him is on fire, right? They're not going to tell you that. Of course, they're going to tell you right now that everything's fine because there's stockholders and there's people that they're like, what's happening here? Wait a minute. All these movies that are supposed to come out and, and people are freaking out right now. So they they have to say they have to say, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. So they denied they denied when Batgirl was being canceled. They denied it. They denied when the other things were happening, right? They denied when they said HBO Max wasn't going to be merged with Discovery. And yet, here we are. Here we are. Three things they denied in the past have now all happened. So are we, are we starting that crap again where everybody's individual channel is now merging back into multiple channels until we get a network again? Is that what's happening? Well, I think HBO... HBO HBO has always been around. They 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 were technically the first streaming service, right? Like like they were they were a subscription service. That's where they was back in the eighties. They were they were there. You had to pay extra on top of your cable to to watch their their shows and stuff, right? So they've been doing this this whole thing the whole time. HBO Max was like a I I every movie they came out with the Godzilla, the Mortal Kombat, all even Wonder Woman the, the least it terrible films. All of them were terrible films. Batgirl would have just been one more terrible film. Uh. Would have been one more terrible film. So so far we have 17 votes. Will Flash come out in June of 2023? 35% said yes, and 65% said no. Uh, again, the poll's not saying if it's canceled. We're just saying is it coming out in, in June? I mean, this movie was supposed to come out this year originally. It was supposed to come out this year, and now it's not. If they if re, if they reshoot Flash, could we get Ryan Reynolds in his really crappy CGI suit again? Brian Reynolds as as Flash. <laughs> Peacemaker season two is still good. The Flash show uh, will be ending, and maybe the Flash show actor becoming the main Flash is true. Maybe uh, they have thirteen episodes uh, of of CW, so it comes out for season nine next year. It does air next year, and there's thirteen episodes. It's a short season. Uh, maybe they reshoot the whole freaking thing with with him. Who knows? Recent trends. Uh, would just put Chris Pratt as the Flash suit. Yeah, Chris Pratt's doing everything. <laughs> we'll see, though. WB is in, 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 uh, in turmoil right now, right? I mean, a phone company owned them before, and now Discovery owns them. Uh, so we'll see what happens. So uh, stories that we didn't get to. Uh, stories that we didn't get to. Uh, AEW Fight Forever box art screenshot reveals CM Punk and Kenny Omega. Uh, so this is a new wrestling game coming out. Reminds me of WCW versus NWO. Uh, Which was one of the great, greatest wrestling games. One of the greatest wrestling games. We have 15 so years. So much fun. We have 15 years in development beyond good and evil. Gets two, uh, gets a new lead writer. That game is do not touch, do not pass, go. Stay away from beyond and good and evil too. That's the cyberpunk of the next generation. Uh, uh, Back for Blood reveals Children of the Worm expansion. You can see all these stories and read about these stories in our Discord under uh, Submit New Stories. Uh, the Ascent teases new content. They have new content coming out next uh, next uh, next month in September for their year anniversary. They have a new uh, DLC coming into the game. So I'll probably get that. Capcom sales update Monster Hunter rises at 10.3 million and Devil May Cry at uh, 5 at 5.7 million. Uh, oh, I totally forgot. I, I totally forgot about this, Sarge. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Uh, classic Roadhouse. Hold on, I got something for us. I got something for us. Roadhouse. 
many turns roadhouse 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 okay we have we have patrick swayze's classic roadhouse that was also the sounds of uh wb getting beat up by by uh so patrick swayze's classic roadhouse is being remade with jake gyllenhaal why why are they remaking movies like this hey kids kids if you want to go see roadhouse Go ask your dad or mom for their Betamax or VHS tape, uh, or just go rent it at your or or, 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 right, or DVD or DVD and go watch Roadhouse. It's a fantastic movie. You don't need to remake it with Jake Gyllenhaal to do the exact same thing. I I, I hate this. Arch, tomorrow night we are watching Prey, which is the prequel. To the Predator. It takes place 250 years before the Predator with no. the Native Americans fighting the Predator. No. Oh, we're watching it. We're watching it. Okay. This is this is uh what's happening, uh the stories that we missed. Anyway, stop making this. This is not original content. If someone comes to you and says, Hey, I have an idea for a movie, and they pitch you an old movie, get the fuck out of my office. Get out of my office. This is why WB is firing 70% of their people because they don't have an original original thought in their brain. Okay? They're just they're, they're literally Oh, here's another one. League of Their Own, Sarge. League of Their Own is a is a television show coming out. Remember the movie League of Their Own? Great great film. League of Their Own. Great film. Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Rosie O'Donnell, Madonna. Fantastic film. They're doing that same film but they're making it a, a, a episodic thing on uh, Hulu, Peacock. Why? I forget which one it was, right? Why? And then on top of that, they're making Interview with a Vampire. Interview with a Vampire. They're taking the movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, and they're redoing it into a TV show, but they race-swapped, or right? They race-swapped Tom Cruise's character, and they race-swapped Kristen Dunst's character. So now we have a we have a uh, a black guy as his character, and we have a black girl as that, and it's a television series so, coming out. So so who is who is the black actor playing? Playing Tom, Tom Cruise's character. Tom Cruise's character. Yes. Yeah, and then the black actress, the little girl, is playing. No, no, Kristen no, no, character. no. I think you're I think you're mistaken. I think I think the black actor is playing. Oh, Brad, Brad Pitt's character. Pitt's yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. You are correct. Which, which, which doesn't correct. make sense because yes. a black man wouldn't be able to own a plantation back then. Yeah. So, that's right. He's playing the Brad Pitt character. I saw the I saw the trailer yeah. today. Yeah. So that's what's happening in the movie industry. So the dumpster fire. Yeah. All these Sad. remakes of shows. Uh, apparently, there's also a Born Identity, Edge of Tomorrow coming out on the Amazon Studios. There's also a No Time to Die. I'm sorry, the Born Identity series. Yeah, there's a Born Identity Edge of Tomorrow will do, will direct to Amazon Studios production, which also stars uh, and then No Time to Die, which is uh, Many Saints of of Newark, and then Suicide Squad, uh, and then League of Their Own, and then there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's I I'm that's that's the end of the show, episode three twenty GXG three twenty. Uh, in the can. We do appreciate you coming out, hanging out with us. If you like this, please make sure you share, like, subscribe. We're here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 
a podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week rant along way we do appreciate you coming out you can listen to our podcast right here on youtube you can also listen to where any podcast can be heard you can go over to spotify you can also watch us on spotify uh in video format or audio format uh we do appreciate you very much uh and we'll see you guys uh on the next one yeah there's a re i'll, I'll be on the reforge round table tomorrow at two o'clock i believe um but yeah we'll be on the show tomorrow uh, other than that appreciate it very much and i'll see you guys on the next episode thanks for watching Come on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.